right, welcome everyone to the uh, TFM Dumpster Fire. Getting started about 37 minutes late. We are still waiting on Mr. Tommy Sotomayor. He's getting finished up with some interview. That was like, what, 15 minutes ago? So I just figured, fuck it, we'll just get started. I'm just gonna play some Fortnite. And uh, when he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't show up, he doesn't show up. And I just won't export this to YouTube. But, you know, if you, you guys are waiting patiently in the chat. So instead of you staring at nothing, you could at least, you know, watch me play a game. So I actually got this girl called Dim Mac Marie. She kind of reminds me of Celestina, so I've been leveling her up. Nice. So that, that's, uh, yeah, she got like a little ninja mask and shit, so it's pretty cool. Perfect. Keep her quiet. Right. Hmm. I love how, like, every time I join the channel, like the last, I don't know, three or four shows, I always get somebody that's like, that is desperate for attention. So, uh, one guy just said, oh, DDJ's a rapist. And then somebody else was like, oh, DDJ sucks dick. I just thought that was awesome. It's like, you, you know, right. Nothing, nothing screams I need attention like that. Exactly. But yeah. Well, at least you're doing the base defense, so that's kind of cool. Yep. That'll get you the extra... Uh, Some free llamas. Uh, yeah, the llamas. Nice. So Rhodes says he just bought the books. Awesome. Nice. So very cool. No, I didn't get triggered. I just thought it was amusing. I just wanted to make sure that you got your appropriate shout-out. You needed the attention, so there you go. There you go. At least, at least something good came out of it. Right. You know. Never let it be said I treat the disabled with anything less than respect. <laughs> right. You're a giver. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. You brought a friend. So I was playing... Uh, Warframe the other day too. Warframe has actually been pretty fun. Now that I'm actually used to it, used to it again. Yeah, I, I still need to actually look up how to use it because I haven't played that game in so long. Yeah, makes complete sense. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny. Like, if you keep mobile, I think that like it's it's kind of hard to get killed in this game. As long what, as you're prepared. Fortnite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, she's really fast and she could double jump. So. Oh, and also she can throw a smoke bomb that does AOE damage. So if she's ever surrounded, she can basically kill everybody that's surrounding her and just get away. So it's nice. like impossible for her to die, unless she's like all of her stuffs on cooldown. Very cool. And she has this. She could throw shurikens too. Check this out. So it's pretty slick. Nice. So yeah, just waiting on Mr. Thomas Sotomayor. Something. Something. So remember that that feminist that hates uh, sex robots. I mean, all of them. Well, there's a there's one in particular. Her name is Kathleen Richardson, and she's a professor of ethics at De Montfort University, and she's been really speaking out against sex bots and saying how they perpetuate rape culture and you know all the other feminist drivel. Okay. Well, apparently, um, 
they somebody's actually like did an interviewer with her recently so oh and she looks exactly how you think she'd look she's a post-wall hag who's overweight yep sounds about right well it, it's like you know regular men aren't intimidated by a dildo and you know a woman who has anything to offer wouldn't really be intimidated by a sex robot but post-wall hags yeah they, they're very intimidated by sex robots well thank you for the uh the hundred bits buddy appreciate that there you go Yeah, I'm surprised that Tommy's not here, so... Yeah, now I'm worried because he's so late. He's probably just going to cancel it because he's got some other shit to get to. That's Well, that's I'm looking right concern. now. Um, his his production manager just reached out to me and said he's going to check on him, find out what's going on. All right. So, Well, at the, you know, I just... I don't want people to think that we're, like, we're pulling their leg. Like yeah. I, I, I wanted, <clears throat> you know... I, I lured them here under false pretenses. Right. I twitch rape on them. There you go. They did not consent. They did not consent. Do not consent. It's okay. Where there's a dick, there's a way. Sure. It's from that old... Uh, do you remember the old 1970s version of The Hobbit? Oh, the animated one? Yeah, they had an the, animated Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah, but the, the the Lord of the Rings one was done in like kind of a pseudo realistic style, whereas the Hobbit was done in this like really exaggerated cartoon style. And they added a bunch of musical numbers. Right. Well, one of the songs they added to, and I forget which one of the movies oh, it no, was, but it was no, one of the seventies ones. Right. They 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 we're added where there's a, a we're talking about the where there's a whip there's a way. I think that was uh, right. Return yeah. of the King. That wasn't Hobbit. Yeah, it was Return but, of the King. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I used to, I watched that when I was a kid. Yeah. Those were the days. So I just modified it. Where there's a dick, there's a way. That's right. You just leave some mushroom prints on her face and she'll figure shit out. Right. The black eye of hard cock. Right. Well, you know, you keep your pimp hand strong. And there's no issues. Right. No, I just think Tommy. Tommy. Tommy's a machine. He he does a lot on um, on YouTube. Like he's constantly streaming, right? Or he's constantly filming. So I mean, for him to be late, I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, you know, I'm just going to assume that because he was actually in the middle of an interview when we reached out to him, and then I figured he was almost done, so I reached out to him a second time, and he was actually still in the middle of the interview, so in a way, I kind of felt bad, but, you know, if the interview was taking too long, it was taking too long. It is what it is. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, we'll give him... <laughs> he's only 45 minutes late, so, uh, you know, we'll play a couple more rounds. Right. See, see what's going on. Are you, are you monitoring chat, or are you just... I am. I'm looking okay. at it here and there. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's going to be one of those days. Yeah, there it is. I was also looking at news articles and stuff. Okay. There's a Vice article here. It's called, uh, The Sex Offender Registry Leaves Female Sex Offenders Open to Abuse. Because, you know, sex offenders are victims. Well, if they have vaginas. Right. You know, it's it's like there was these articles a couple years ago talking about how we need to get rid of female prison because prison isn't isn't what these women need. 
It's right. like, well, how about you stop sending men to prison for child support when they lose their fucking job? It's like, oh no, those men need to go to child, go to jail for back child support. But women going to jail for murder? No, that's not what these women need. It's the, the gynocentrism is just out of control. And it's funny, too, because they even say, here's here's the beginning of a paragraph, here's a quote. The plight of registered female sex offenders could be ha- a hard sell to some. Yep. Well, no shit. I, I they're think they're, yeah, I mean, I get that the society's kind of centric, but come on, people. Like, can we stop? Can we at least not fucking white knight for pedophiles? Is that... Maybe a right. possibility. Can we just could we draw the line somewhere? Maybe female pedophiles don't deserve our sympathy. Can we can we meet in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> right. No. All, all hashtag all women. Okay. Right. Even yeah. Even pedophiles deserve fucking kid gloves compared to men. Oh shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. You guys have any questions that I can uh, shoot out for TFM while we're, we're hanging out? Yeah. Wrist, wrist don't shoot them out too quick out. and don't repeat them or else I might lose them. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how many copies have I sold in my book? Oh, you need to put the question in there. I'll, I'll forget it. Uh, more than one and enough to get the bestseller list twice. Um, there you go. Artemis Kitten for TFM. Uh, for someone who just started to invest, do you recommend robo-advisors or actual financial advisors? Uh, it depends. Usually when you're lower on the... Uh, when you have less to invest, they're just going to put you in mutual funds anyway. So let, let's say if you have less than hundred grand to invest, they're not going to give you like a highly customized, personalized plan. They're going to put you in some bullshit mutual fund uh, like model. So, you fuck, you could do that yourself. You don't need to pay them a commission to put you in a mutual fund model. So, yeah, if you have less than 100 grand to invest, a robo-advisor is fine. Or actually, I recommend Vanguard. Like, they don't give you any advice. They just basically, you know, let you buy shit. But if you know what you're doing, and you could, you know, you could read a book and come up with a model if, if you have not a lot to invest. But if you have, like, significant assets, like at least 100 grand, um... There are some advisors who actually will put you in a tailored, customized kind of portfolio. They'll put in the work, but I mean, it, it really depends. Uh, if you're young, you're probably going to invest long-term anyway, so it may not even... The active advisory is more for people who they have a lot to invest and they actually need a return in the short term. Like if you're going to retire in the next 10 years, within the next 10 years, you, you probably need active management. Because there's, you know, you're too close to retirement. One fuck up could mean the difference between you retiring or not retiring. So you don't want to, you know, go go on your own. But if you're in your 20s or 30s, you're either decades from retirement or you're probably never going to retire anyway. So you know, you can just kind of play the long game, and you don't need to pay someone a commission because that's going to eat into your returns. You might as well just go go aggressive. And what I mean by aggressive is don't day trade or buy individual stock. But you can invest in ETFs and mutual funds in somewhat riskier sectors like small cap, international, emerging market. Uh, just kind of let that ride because it's going to, you're going to kind of make that up in the long term. 
All right, I'm going to cut you off there and go to the next question so I don't lose them. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, FM, uh, you can probably get on with Louder with Crowder. He invites onto his show those who have different views and has even had Razor Fist, who's only about had the same number of subscribers as you. Have you reached out to Crowder, or do you plan to? Um, I don't actually. I like Stephen Crowder. I don't know if we really have a disagreement. Uh, I, I mean, obviously he's a conservative and he he's more of a traditional person, but I mean he doesn't talk. He doesn't shill for marriage and family anyway. So you know, I would probably debate. I feel like I would want to debate someone from PragerU or. Um, you know, Stephen Molyneux or someone, because Crowder mostly just talks about politics and stuff like that. He doesn't he doesn't shill for uh, feminism or anything. So okay. Uh, question from Seraph Guardian, TFM. Did you get the stuff I sent you in Warframe? Um, I spent a bunch of plat on a sock puppet account. Oh my God, no! I haven't played it since uh, our last dumpster fire. So anything anything <clears throat> in my mailbox is still there. I haven't opened really opened the game. But All right. Thank next. you. I was not uh, anticipating that. Next question. Uh, is JD a masochist? Despite embarrassing herself, she seems to, to coming back, keeps coming back to debate you. Uh, she, well, she actually says she has social anxiety disorder, and she actually kind of uses debating people to kind of, I don't know, kind of, it's kind of, it's like immersion therapy. Or is that what it's called when you kind of face your fears? Yeah. So she's kind of using it as a form of immersion therapy. Um, so it's it's interesting. She's very unique as far as feminists go. Okay. Uh, next question. This one's a super intellectual question. Uh-oh. TFM, do you titty fuck Celestina? No, I've I've never seen the point of titty fucking. I mean, I could. Her tits are definitely big enough, but it just I don't see the point. Because it's basically All like right. you have to squeeze her tits together, and it really doesn't feel that much different than a hand job. And her pussy's right there, so it's like, why? All right. You know? um, okay. Next question uh, for DDJ: Will you disavow Hans Gruber? Who is Hans Gruber? He, is he the bad guy from Die Hard? Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna disavow him. He's cool. All right. Uh, next question from Broccoli. Uh, why does one testicle always hang lower than the other? Um, I don't know. Open up a biology book. I don't All know. right. Ne- <laughs> next question. I don't know. Uh, how much wood... Uh, fuck you and your woodchuck things. Uh, red pill black. All, all the TFM, have you heard of red pill black and social autopsy? Yeah. I mean, what is it? Like, I've seen a dozen videos on it already, so I don't feel the need to, to, to weigh in on it. Basically, she... She seems, the evidence seems to suggest she's just kind of, she got basically kicked out of the SJW club, and so she's looking for a new club, and that's all she is. She had her, her quote-unquote red pill moment, but really she's just, she's a victim looking for a new club. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't trust her, but um, a lot of people, they want to give her the benefit of the doubt because it, you know, whatever. They'll learn. She's docs people. Yeah, she's docs people. Yeah, they'll learn. And so people have already. I mean, there's already people who've already been warned about her, so or warning others about her. All right. Um, next question, TFM DDJ. Have you ever fucked a woman with a physical or mental disability? Uh, yes, cluster B disorder. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not attracted to retards or girls with Down syndrome. I fucked fat chicks. I don't know if that counts as a disability, but uh, it does. I don't. I I've never seen a girl with fucking goblin face and be like, oh yeah, 
I'm gonna fuck that goblin right in her little goblin pussy. No, all right, never happened. Question to all: What is your opinion about women signing up for the military draft by the Pentagon order? Um, Good. Yeah, but they, ha- but they think, have they have I, to meet the standard. Right. I think they have to meet the standard, but I also think that it should be tied to the vote, like right. men. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it, so here's the thing: like women can get a federal job, uh, women can get financial aid, um, women can get grants and loans, women can get uh, government loans, um, and they don't have to sign up for the draft. But if a guy doesn't sign up for the draft, he doesn't get access to any of those things. Right. Um, question for DDJ: How long till your book is on audio format? It'll be done by the end of the year. Um, it may be done a lot sooner, but if it does, I'll let you know. Um. DDJ, do you believe terrorism is a terror group like now? No, I believe they're a cult. Um, I believe they're fanatical, and I believe that they use cult conditioning. Um, and I believe that, like a cult, they discriminate against other people and don't realize they do. Uh, question from Nelkamar, TFM. How bad would the world be if Hillary Clinton won the presidency instead of Trump? I don't think it would be that different. I mean, what has Trump actually done? He, he's talking about giving amnesty to the fucking dreamers. That's exactly what Hillary would have done. He's talking about working with Democrats to fix Obamacare. Well, there's no way to fix Obamacare. You either get rid of it and go back to a free market system, or you go to single payer. So that's the only. So if he's t- seriously talking, if he's taking just repealing Obamacare completely off the table, the only outcome that's going to fix Obamacare is single payer. Either one of those destroys. That, that that basically hands the Democrats exactly what they wanted anyway. So what would Hillary Clinton have done differently is really the question I have. Okay. Uh, TFM, can you tell stories of coming out as a transgender lesbian at work and life and the trick to leveraging that oppressed status? Uh, you, you just, you don't make a big deal of it. So you just kind of, you get your paperwork out, you get your paperwork squared away. And then when it when it comes down to it, when some when some cunt at work tries to get you in trouble for something, then you can just you know pull out your driver's license and be like you're 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 oppressing me with your transphobia, and they'll be like oh I didn't know, and like I know I just I just I just want to work, and you're you're really harsh and mellow. It's it's pretty hilarious when. Like it completely because dist- their whole thing is you know you're you're a man, they they are higher than you on the oppression scale, so you know they can do whatever they want. There's nothing, nothing you can do to defend yourself. And then when you tell them you're a masculine presenting transgendered lesbian, they're like oh shit, and they'll immediately drop whatever bullshit they're trying to do. I mean sometimes sometimes like if you're directly in their way and the only way they get what they want is through you, that probably won't even stop them. But if they're just fishing for drama, they're just looking for some guy to fuck with because they just want to start drama for attention, they'll stop fucking with you once you come out as a transgendered lesbian. Okay. Next question. Uh, Jumping on the robot investor question. As an 18-year-old, how much money would you recommend uh, me having in order to invest? Um, you should always just invest. Start investing as soon as possible. Uh, what you don't want to start investing at work if your work has a four hundred one k, and they offer a match. Always invest up to the match. A lot of companies are like three or four percent. Invest three or four percent because that's free money. You're doubling your money for free. So that's just if you're not investing up to the match, you're basically just leaving money on the table. 
Now, once to go beyond that, you want to you want to eventually get to ten percent of your gross income for, in investments. So let's say you're investing three percent at work. Okay, so that you still need seven percent. So then you want to open a uh, either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, and you want to I think the the maximum is it's like twenty five hundred or something like that a year. So you want to invest that, calculate that. Maybe that gets you up to ten. If you're still not at ten, you can go back to the four hundred one k, even if there's no match because it is tax deferred. Or if you really want control, like let's say the options at the 401k are dog shit, you could invest in a variable annuity, but there's a whole bunch of fees involved in that and I don't recommend that. But if you're at 401k is absolute dog shit, that's, that's another option if you really want to maintain the tax deferral and you've already maxed out your IRA. All right, next question. Uh, do you think Teal Deer or uh, Dr. Ad nomer cam, I guess his name is. Would you get on the show? Randomer cam. Uh, Doctor Randomer Rand- Doctor Randomer cam might. Okay. He has puppets too, so we can have like a little a puppet conversation. That would be fun. All right. Okay, give me a second here. Question for TFM. Uh, I know you're against affirmative action, um, but do you think it would be fair if affirmative action is only given to companies that got a bailout, bailout, particularly the big bangs? No, companies just shouldn't get a bailout. That this whole right. too big to bail is bullshit. Um, if those big banks went out of business, all that would have happened is they would have sold their assets to smaller banks that weren't retarded, and everything okay. would everything would have been fine. There's absolutely no reason to bail out companies. In fact, that creates what's called a moral hazard, where companies that are too big to fail then stop acting. They start acting stupid because they're, they're pretty sure that the government's going to bail them out anyway. So there's no reason for them to actually worry about possibly losing their money. They just act like okay. retards. And then if they lose money, the government bails them out. If they make money, they get to keep all the profits. So it's like a lose-lose for the taxpayer. So, yeah, just fuck those companies. All right. Next question. Uh, DDJ, is your next book going to be entitled The Cuck Lie? No. Um, do you want to give away the title or do you have you no. figured it out yet? No, I'm not giving it away. All right. Uh, question. Um, would you like to debate Prager over the issue of marriage if it were possible? Like actual Dennis Prager or Brad will cucks for bucks? Either. Yeah, sure. I'll fucking debate him. I don't give a shit. Okay. I know one, um, one, of, the, one of the people who wrote an article for Prager U ended up debating angry MGTOW of all people. That's funny. So that was a fucking joke, but... Okay, uh, question. Would not the saturation of MGTOW at this point assure that anyone who is not MGTOW or adopted the same mindset are that way from choice? The saturation of MGTOW? I don't... MGTOW's not saturated. Like, I don't... Right. I don't know what, I mean, yeah. I mean, what you, we're talking about like the biggest MGTOW channel is um, MGTOW 101, who has like a hundred thousand subscribers, and you got the MGTOW subreddit that has like thirty thousand subscribers, and you got MGTOW.com that has what twenty thousand subscribers. So, right. if, if that sounds like saturation to you, I don't know what planet you're living on. Right when PewDiePie has fifty-seven million. Yeah, right. Well, I, I I can understand if if MGTOW channels were pulling in, like even Bering or Sargon numbers. You know, hundreds of thousands right. of subscribers. Or like MGTOW one hundred and one has barely over a hundred thousand. That is not you know the the battle has not yet begun. Right. Okay. Question from DDJ: Is your avatar from Conan the Barbarian? Yes. 
All right. You saved the day. I did. Next question. Um, Are you aware of BPS doxing himself? And if so, how do you feel about that? When did he dox him? I know he did a thing with Lauren Southern. Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch the video. I saw a thumbnail for it. I didn't watch the video though. I mean, whatever. He's obviously if he's got fucking money and he's comfortable doxing himself, good for him. But I, I wouldn't. But that's you know, I'm not him. So there you go. All right. Uh, next question. Do you think coding is a good field to go into? I am a teenager. Uh, I think so, because one one of the big things about coding is uh, you can do it by yourself. Even if you don't, even if you don't have a job at a company, if you know how to code, you can write your own programs and sell them yourself. So you always have a job. Okay. You you have a skill that you can you could turn into a entrepreneurial business, even if you can't find a job with an actual company. Okay. Um, TFM, just joined the Army of the Twelve Monkeys on Patreon. Have been a YouTube subscriber and follower for a while. Love your show. Have some talk- topics for other shows. Where, how can we suggest topics for other shows? Uh, I mean, suggest topics. If you want to uh, send me articles, you could send them on my through my YouTube channel, through Twitter. Twitter's probably the best place to, to do that sort of thing because Twitter's pretty easy to navigate. So if you have articles, I'd probably recommend sending them to me on Twitter, or you can send them to me on Discord, or you can send them to me on through Gmail. I'm, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. All my social media is actually listed on the frame of this video. So you can see it's got my Patreon, my my uh, Spreadshirt merch store, it's got my BitChute, it's got my Twitter. So yeah, any one of those places, can you'll get a hold of me. Okay. Um... TFM, you mentioned in the passing few weeks that you have been to Dubai. What business did you have there, and what did you think how they treated their women? I was in the Navy, actually. So, um, that's my business. Um, I didn't really care how they treated their women. I was there to buy gold. I love gold! Nice. I bought lots of gold. And it was good times. Um... TFM, given how adequate women are in combat, do you think it would be more practical to draft women into reproductive roles uh, so that they could aid in repopulation post-war? No, because 4% of women can meet the male standards, so they should at least be allowed to try. So, you know, because there there are women who probably, they're like, they want to fight for their rights to vote and they want to be equal to men, and they shouldn't be barred from that just because they're women. But for the women who can't meet the standard, um, you know, they just either have to accept that, you know, they have to make do with less, or they can... I don't think drafting them to reproductive roles, like if you're talking about making them prostitutes or what... That's I don't see that working, because you can't... How, do you, how are you going to force them to reproduce? Like, say, you know... Like, you can be like, look, you have to have so many kids... To, or you get a like there's a tax, but they kind of already do that. Okay. Uh, question: Would a sex doll brothel be legal in the United States, or would they go the way of China? Um, it would have. I thought about this. So you would have to do it in places that where prostitution is already legal. So the reason why we shut down in China is because prostitution is illegal. Now owning a sex doll in China is perfectly legal, but renting a sex doll in China, that's a no-no. So it's kind of a weird gray area that politicians haven't yet kind of figured out. 
But well, and the bunny ranch has already talked about getting two of them. Yeah, the bunny. Yeah, the actual brothel. Again, where it's already legal to have a brothel anyway, they're going to buy sex dolls and robots because they've already proven in Europe that they're actually more popular than the human prostitutes. Right. Okay. Uh, next question. Did you guys hear that Black Pigeon Speaks got doxed? I, I've heard that. Did you hear that? I have not, but I'll tell you what, I would not be surprised because he actually bet with Lauren Southern. I, wow. And they did a yeah, they did a live video feed a few days ago. That's amazing. Uh, either after he gets doxxed. Hmm. Now his picture was like when he did the video with her, he actually had like the Black Pigeon Speaks logo over his face. But they knew who he was. I mean, so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody from her crew doxed him. Right. Or, or kind of what sometimes what happens is people recognize kind of where they are or maybe a third party comes was watching the exchange who, you know, because the thing is, is, you know, even if the person you're doing the interview with or the video with is supportive of you, there might be people who just know you in real life who are like, oh, I, yeah, now it, it all makes sense. And, yeah, they'll dox you. Just people you know in your everyday life. All right. Uh, question. TFM, will you or DDJ ever respond to Coach Red Pill's MGTOW video? Um, I'm not familiar with it. Oh yeah, he's he's some he's kind of like this PUA tradcon talking about how MGTOW shouldn't be forever, and you know it's fine. Oh to, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I thought, no, oh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. MGTOW isn't forever, just as long as until women lose their rights, and then MGTOW can end. Oh, someone yeah, actually. I know. Hold on, hold on, Celestina's got something to say. Okay. Oh, well, I guess. Uh, I guess she just wants me to buy gold. Here, have some of my extra money. Use it to buy gold. <laughs> I will I will buy gold. Thank you, Cells. I don't know how much gold I'll get for $7.50, but I will put it in the in the gold pile. Gold's gotten really expensive. Like, I bought it back when I was in the Navy, like, years ago, and I actually got a really good price for it. It was, like, before the the big the gold bugs really drove the price up. Like, I sold right. it just... I sold a broken gold chain... For probably two hundred dollars, and it was just the chain. It was broken. I didn't give a fuck. Okay. Um, question: uh, How much is too much for a hooker per hour? Um, my opinion is anything, because you have cops that are doing stings that are arresting a couple hundred a minute at a time for prostitution. Right. Now, the, I know the going... Here's the thing. The going rate of a prostitute starts, even in places where it's legal, it starts at about $200, $300, like, per... And this is, like, you know, her sucking your dick over a condom type of shit, not even, like, real sex. If you're talking actual sex and or anything like that, the price really jumps up. Now, if you frequent a prostitute or even something like a massage parlor, if you frequent them 10 times, you've spent at least $2,000 just doing a little table napkin math. If you were to just buy a sex doll, it would pay for itself. Because, you know, a, a realistic sex doll like Celestina is going to be about $2,000. So if you're thinking about a prostitute, just think about how many times you're going to use it in a year. And if the answer is 10 or more, you're better off buying a sex doll and just owning it outright. Right. You'll get and more use out of it, too. You, you don't have to worry about STDs. You don't have to wear a condom. Like, it's it's win, win, win. All right. Next question. Uh, TFM DDJ, uh, what is your opinion on Hispanic women? I, I, you know, I like Latinas. I prefer half Asians, though. But Latinas are probably maybe my second or third. Okay. But half Asians. Yeah, they're, they're pretty hot. 
Half Asians are my Mulan McNugget sauce, though. You can't can't take those away. More Hafu for okay. my Stafu. All right. Um, how do you respond to the anti-MRA argument that a lot of rape accusations don't get taken seriously by the police? Um, no. no, that's bullshit. Well, that's true. Well, that's the, well. Here's well, the thing: the, rape the accusations, accusations with no evidence. Yeah, yeah. The accusations get taken seriously, but once they're investigated and they're found to have no evidence, then they're like, "Yeah, this is bullshit," and they move on. Yeah. Now, and of so. course, now because here's the thing: rape is a very hard crime to prove. If the sex was, if the sex, if the woman didn't struggle, and she agreed to the sex, and maybe like during the sex withdrew consent, but didn't struggle physically, how does she prove she would she withdrew consent? If the man can prove that she did consent to sex, there's no marks on her body to prove she struggled in any way. It's her word against his. That is not guilt, <coughs> guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. It's just not. So, a, you know, feminists can be like, oh, the laws are wrong. We need men to be guilty until proven innocent. No. No, we do not need to get rid of the basis of, a, of an impartial justice system because women want to convict men of rape. Because, you know, just, you know, all you got to do is say no and struggle. Most guys, unless they're legit raping you, they're not going to want to keep fucking you if you're trying to push and kick them off of you. But when you're just like, oh, you, you grabbed my boob and I didn't like that, but I didn't say anything. I just let you fuck me. Uh, but then afterwards, I kind of like, mm, I didn't like you grabbing my boob. I'm going to turn you in for rape. That is not rape. Like, there, okay. there was, uh, we did it in, on the TFM 420 show. There was that woman who took a picture with George H.W. Bush, the fucking, the former president in a wheelchair. And he put his arm around her, and his arm touched her butt. And she accused him of sexual assault. That is right. absolute fucking bullshit. And someone was, Sean King, you know, fucking Talcum X, he was right. on Twitter saying that because George W. or George H.W. Bush admitted that it happened, he's admitting to the sexual assault. He admitted to touching her butt in a picture because her butt was at his shoulder level and he put his arm around her, which was basically where her butt was. Right. Now, if you're like, oh, that he's an admitted sexual assaulter slash rapist, you can go fuck yourself. Well, the, well, you gotta know that Talcum X can't even admit where Racy is, so whatever. Yeah, Tal, fuck it, fuck that, dude. Well, you know the guy's a total fraud too, because he he got like a black only scholarship as a white guy, so yeah. whatever. I've seen right. I've seen articles from guys from India because they're dark skinned, basically changing their race to African American, and they just like yeah. they, they talk, when they go to interview they just start talking ghetto. Right, like, like they go like, oh no, 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 I'm going to get that scholarship. They go like, yo, what's up, shoddy? How you gonna hook right. me up that scholarship? And they get right. like, I got the scholarship. I'm going to college. It's like, it's a, yeah. Well, in India, man, they get they get completely <laughs> fucked over. Like they have scholarships for women in India, but they have none, like not as many for men. Like right. it's it's really bad out there. And even the government scholarships, it's not even the private ones. Um, all right, next question, TFM. Do you play Warhammer 40k tabletop? And if so, which army are you? I don't because it's like that's a rich man's game, and I've I've known friends who've bought the miniatures and painted them. First of all, that's a shit ton of work, but and like I knew a guy he had this huge Skaven army, and he never played with it. Like he'd get out his miniatures, and I would admire the craftsmanship, and he'd tell me like he'd maybe play once or twice a year, and I'm like, how much money do you spend on all these miniatures? He said like he spent like nearly a thousand dollars buying this Skaven army that he played with once or twice a year. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Hold on, Celestina's got something to say. TFM, right. it sounds like you would buy a sex doll that looks like roaming millennial. Would you tap that silicone? Well, that's kind of ironic coming from you, Celestina, because you kind of look like roaming millennial. But 
there which I, I've heard. I'm not going to confirm well, or deny that, but one of her aliases for the sex tour reviews is Gnoming Millennial, and she wears a little gnome hat. So you can kind of put two and two together yourself. There you go. I think it's official. I think Tommy has stood us up. God um, damn it, Tommy. Yeah. All right. He's now an hour and 13 minutes late, so I it's pretty safe to yeah. say. Yeah. All right, next question. I guess we'll uh, do There we go. Do you think a lot of right-leaning people are hypocrites for blindly believing accusations against Muslim refugees while rightly not believing them against citizens? Um, my opinion is, is that um, most of the refugees who are being accused of rape, there's actual physical evidence. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the, like, you know, the whole Me Too movement, you know, oh, I was raped 40,000 fucking years ago in another dimension. And so it was raped. <laughs> I was raped by a fucking Charmander from Pokemon Go. Exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah, here's the thing. Innocent until proven guilty, physical evidence beyond a reasonable doubt, that should apply to everyone. Immigrant, citizen, whatever. Um, but the problem with the refugees is there is physical evidence, or in the case of the grooming gangs, uh, there was like multiple, there's multiple points of evidence, and they was just being ignored because they didn't want to be called racist. So when that happens... It, it creates a situation where people who have a prejudice against immigrants are going to just believe whatever bullshit because it the um, they, they've already seen Muslims get treated with kids' gloves during actual provable rape. Right. So that's if you again when you have double standards and when you don't apply the law equally, it creates a situation where you end up feeding the worst. You know, if you want, you have to have equality before the law. You have to have fair and impartial justice, systems of justice, or you actually fuel radicalism. Because the people who aren't getting justice served in the legal sense, like if you're like a white guy in Europe and you see that people talking shit on Twitter are getting longer sentences than rapists because of their race and because they're, they're either citizens or they're refugees, that's going to radicalize you. So, there, you know, all these, these anti-Fa retards and these people in the government who are, they're so scared of, uh, like, a Muslim terror attack, they're, they're cracking down on their own citizens' freedoms. They're actually causing radicalization. So they need to knock right. that shit off. And, and really, you know, kissing, these, if you're worried about a terrorist attack and you think kissing their ass is going to stop them from committing a terrorist attack, you haven't read a history book. There's a reason why you don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. Do you have any okay, tips next for question. Fortnite? Hold because on. I don't know if I'm garbage or new, probably the first. <laughs> uh, Fortnite, I mean, you want to keep your resources topped off. So as you can see, I have, I'm full on wood and steel. I just need a uh, stone. Um, and then you just, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you a little trick. Now I'm playing as, I'm not playing as base Kyle, but one of the things you can do is uh, you want to you need lots of schematics of traps in order to build a good fort. A good way to farm traps is to uh, go to the option to join other people's games because if you help someone with their base defense missions, you'll get free llamas, and that's a good place to get low-level traps. And I'm not talking about, like, the gay kind of traps. I'm talking about actual traps to kill zombies. All right. DJ, you mentioned on August 30th show that if a rapist is not dealt with, he will rape over 200 people. You explicitly said this as a statistic. Uh, what source do you use for this? Actually, I didn't say rapists. I said uh, pedophiles. 
um, and specifically it's pedophiles. Um, as far as stats, I don't remember what the, st the study was, but I'll see if I can hunt it down over the next couple of weeks. Shoot me a Twitter message and I'll see if I can find it. Um, let's see. And we're going to get behind on some of these questions just because like, well, the, the feed's I, scrolling too much. It's fine. I think, I think <clears> we owe it because Tommy stood yeah. us up. All right. Uh, question for TFM and DDJ. Do you think that Bill Cosby, Bill O'Reilly, and Harvey Weinstein are all innocent? Innocence is a strong word. Like, obviously, Harvey Weinstein did pressure women into having sex with him, but that doesn't make him a rapist. He's a creep. He, you could even say he abused his power, but here's what pisses me off about the double standard. If a woman offers to have sex with you, and you in, in exchange for you helping their career, that's not a crime. Women can use their sexuality to extract favors from men, but men can't use their favors to extract sex from women. One is sexual harassment, one is perfectly legal, and that's bullshit. But I, I also appreciate the fact that it is illegal for men, so he, he's not innocent. You know, what he did could, is easily qualified as sexual harassment, but it's just bullshit that it's okay for women to do it against men, but it's not okay for men to do it against women. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, this is a question of the reality is, in, in my view, this is unethical, but it's not illegal. And, um, you know, the, the issue that I have is, is that, like, if you look at, for instance, if you look at Bill Cosby, um, you know, Bill Cosby was sport fucking. Did he cheat on his wife? Absolutely. Right. Um, did these women approach him? Absolutely. Did he hook up some of these chicks with party drugs? Yeah. You know what people don't understand is is that the quaaludes that he was talking about when he when they bring that up inside his deposition, those were party drugs. You know, and I'm old enough to remember that. I remember when people yeah, actually that, that brought was the, that was the eighties. That was fucking that was 80s. the eighties. People people like oh yeah. fuck it, Bill Cosby drugged these women and raped them. It's like in no. the eighties that was what you mm -hmm. did. Like haven't you seen RoboCop where the guy was fucking doing cocaine with the hookers? I mean, right. that was the and 80s. That was everybody. That was that everybody. Was everybody. everybody yeah. was doing cocaine with the hookers. But then right. 30, 30 fucking years later, they're like, now that the definition of rape has changed, all these hoes are coming about like 30 years later looking for their Jello pudding pop money. Right. It's like, god damn well, it. Well, and, 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 and you look the at thought like dimension with you. Right. And then you look at like like Bill O'Reilly. Well, first and foremost, how the fuck can you justify a $32 million settlement? for sexual harassment assuming that that was true and that's the report the problem is, is that the report hasn't been confirmed so with bill o'reilly you know it is what it is but even if let's say he did let's say it's let's say that that's the that's the real deal and he did so what you know again he was trading sex for for favors you know it wasn't like he didn't it wasn't like anybody lost their job over it you know and it's the same thing with harvey weinstein you know harvey weinstein traded sexual favors for access you know again Nobody fucking and, and here's the thing, the, the women that said they turned him down, their careers never suffered for it. It wasn't like he retaliated against them. He offered him a business proposition. Some said yes, some said no. You know, but but are they are they rapists? Well, there isn't any evidence so far to show that that any of them were rapists. In fact, like I said, Cosby's defense only took him six minutes and one witness. So. You know, right. um, and we'll see with with Harvey Weinstein. But the problem with Harvey Weinstein is, is that because he's been around so much, they're trying to they're trying to have uh, police investigations from multiple jurisdictions that are harassing him now. So you've got like there's like a investigation out of Los Angeles. There's an investigation out of New York. There's one out of UK. There's one out of France. Um, you know, they're, and they're everywhere where Harvey Weinstein has ever been, they're now trying to create a police investigation there in order to harass him. This isn't about uh, justice, though. 
the, at the end of the day, this is about destroying a man and making him poor. That's why you saw that the first things that they went after were his finances. Right. So, you know, well, it is you what know, it is. And the th- thing is, is, what pisses me off is feminists redefine rape. Like, ten years ago, you couldn't just be like, oh, I withdraw consent after the sex and be like, you're a rapist. That didn't happen. So, but feminists are, they've redefined rape. And then these women are trying to turn men in for sex they had years ago before the definition was changed to try to accuse men of rape using the current definition. It's like, if you do something that was perfectly legal at the time, and then the laws get changed later, and it's like you're being accused of crime. are you still there? Oh, shit. Yeah. What's going on, man? You you guys want me to come join now? I'm sorry, it took a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I I figured, you know what, we were talking about how you're a machine and how you're always doing that, and yeah. (laughs) It's fine. All right, cool. Well, here we are. Um, Celestina just answered. Jump on if you want me to. Say that again? And I can get on my computer and jump on if you want me to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely. on your phone. Yeah, you're, better you're already, we're streaming. Yeah, yeah go, go. Oh, okay. Let me get on my computer because I don't want to do it on my phone walking around. Right. Let me get on my computer. Five, okay, cool. Five All right. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, good. All right. Anyway, uh, so Celestina asked the question of how much would I charge to rent her out. Um, no, you're, you're my waifu. I would buy a twin, and I would probably rent your twin out for... A hundred, but like I think the going rate in the sex brothel in uh, Germany was about a hundred euro an hour. That's that seems good, but I'm not renting you out because I'll, I'll I'll buy a second doll for other people. But no, I don't. You don't win, you don't rent your waifu out. That's that's against the waifu code. There you go. All right, um, I know I missed some questions here, so uh, just keep them coming until Tommy gets back. <laughs> There we go. So there we go. We, the, the, the stream has been salvaged. There you go. Uh, question, TFM. Uh, do you ever wonder what your life would have been had you never discovered MGTOW? Um, you, know, you know, the thing is, is I, I had a personal philosophy before I discovered MGTOW. So MGTOW kind of just gave things I didn't have a name for a name. It kind of filled in some gaps. But I feel like I was already kind of halfway there. So I don't think it would have been too different. I just would have kind of been confused a little bit longer until I sorted things out on my own. But luckily, MGTOW kind of saved me some years. All right. Uh, question. What are your thoughts on Red Pill Black getting exposed for being a covert SJW attention whore? Honestly, here's think, the thing. I think the jury's still out about that, but that's what my suspicion yeah. is. Well, my, my opinion is this. The truth always comes out, right? I mean, it's like I was the only guy that I knew that was saying that was supporting Bill Cosby. And, you know, everybody's like, are you full of shit and blah, 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 this and that. And it turned out I was right about Bill Cosby. You know, I think that if, if this chick is doing her thing, you know, this could be like a like an SJW entry. But I'll tell you what, the truth will reveal itself. Just give it time. Right. You know. Yep. Keep feeding her, keep feeding her rope. And there it is. <laughs> uh, question, DDJ. Are you teaching your children the way of MGTOW? Yeah. I mean, they know they know my positions. So they're definitely red pill. Yep, red pill uh, grandpa. Uh, DDJ, how do you raise children pr- uh, properly? I honestly, I don't know. Um, you know, so here's here's my thing. Like, so you know, I was raised in foster care. I was 15 of 18 years in foster care and on the street. And while I knew who my parents were, I didn't live with them. And um, I was only with them third, fourth, and fifth grade. And so, um, you know, this was one of those things that when I turned 18. Mm-hmm. 
I knew about this whole, you know, 18s know everything because some of the other kids in the emancipation program I was with turned 18 before I did and I watched them self-destruct. So I had a pretty good idea. And then, you know, as when I was 18, I kind of did the same thing, but I actually had good mentorship at the time. And so I was able to kind of work through a lot of it. I mean, as, as well as I could. Um, but so when I fast forward to when my oldest turned 18, um, I still remembered what all my friends went through, and every one of my friends did their best to self-destruct at 18. So that was one of the things that I thought about. And the other things that I remembered was, you know, how do you, it, not having a parent or not having a, you know, a, a, a parent-child relationship, I always ask myself, you know, if I was the kid, what kind of things would I would want from my parents? And that's what I tried to be. That's what I tried to do. So I tried to give my kids the things emotionally that I didn't have. And when I was fighting my post-divorce actions, the big challenge that I had was providing for my kids because they were trying to keep me poor. You know, I didn't have money for vacations or things like that. So what I focused on was making sure the relationships were strong, was making sure that the quality time was there, and was making sure that, that I had that face time with my children. So, you know, those are the things that are important because you have to meet your children where they are. And if that means that, you know, if your kids are into sports, go, go get into sports with them. Don't force them into it per se. I mean, obviously they need some kind of structure. So getting them into sports when they're younger and hope that they take off on it, was absolutely good you know get them and especially boys because boys needs to need to exercise but like you know if your kids are video gamers meet them where they are you know get into video games if your kids want to try stuff out you know support those things because you know children are trying to explore they're trying to discover the world and they don't necessarily know what they want um and and one of the things that college used to do was college used to be a place where you got exposed to uh, ideas and 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 thoughts and beliefs and cultures and and philosophies that you would never have been exposed to otherwise. But with the internet, we've kind of replaced that. So, you know, if you're you know if you guys are talking to people across the world, you know, and they have a different belief system or a different culture than than you do, you can learn about those things. But your your theories get tested when you're having those kind of conversations and I would encourage your kids to have, you know, those conversations when they get to a mature age as well. So as far as raising your kids properly is concerned, the, the number one thing you have to remember is you're not their friend. You know, you, you are their parent. You're there to provide structure. You're there to provide guidance. Number two is that your kids are always going to lie to you. That's part of their union contract. Um, and if you are a kid and a teenager, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So expect your kids to lie to you. So trust, but verify. Number three is provide, a uh, a sta- like a like a, a stable environment as much as you can and provide structure. If you can't provide structure, your kids are going to go off the deep end. And if you end up having, I mean, and you also have to understand too, is that, you know, kids are have a right now mentality. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, they might say that they hate you right now, but, you know, um, three days later, they'll forget they said it or they'll feel bad about it and won't know how to apologize. So, don't go out of your way to try to appease your kids. You know, don't don't cuck for your kids. But at the same token, you know, don't don't hold all that shit against them unnecessarily either because, you know, that's that's not going to work out for anybody. So, as far as your children are concerned, that's that's what I would say. The other thing I would say too is is that if you're talking with your children, if you're spending time with your kids and if you get FaceTime with them every day, you're going to find that um, you're more likely to have a stronger relationship with them um, within reason. And again, this is one of those scenarios where, you know, they're teenagers, their hormones are going to be raging, so there's going to be things they're not going to want to share with you and, and just accept that. So that's all I would say. There you go. All right. Let's, uh, and Tommy's going to be back here. There. 
Um, Matt Foley knows best. Thank you, DDJ, for being so gay. Matt, you wish I was gay so we'd have something in common. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you need some fucking aloe for that burn. I'm telling you, man. Bring oh, it. Oh god. I'm not too old to step off the porch yet, so there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh Rex Eater. Uh what do you do in your spare time um before you started the TFM show? TFM. Oh, oh, oh for me? Um I started I mean, yeah, I I made a, like one or two videos a week. I focus more on my day job. Uh, I played. I actually I played more video games for fun, as opposed to uh, you know now I produce like videos every day. I don't really. I really don't even play video games outside of streams. So you know it's like. But you know what they say: if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. There you go. All right. Um, let's see here. Question: TFM. If I buy, you don't starve together. Will you play it on Steam and maybe play it with patrons or viewers? Uh, is it a strategy? Because the problem with like survival games, I have to play with no sound, and a lot of games you can't play them with no sound. So if it's a game I can play with no sound, I'm open to it. But if I play it, if I can't play it correctly, I don't want people to get mad at me. It's very likely. Uh, okay. Question: uh, Was Michael Jackson a pedo or not? Um, I actually think I that. He was so. Here's the thing, from an innocent until proven guilty standpoint, he was not. Here it comes. Um, but the thing about it is, is it like a lot of people have been questioned about Michael Jackson, and even after his death, kids have come forward and they've said, "No, he did not abuse me." And some of those same kids have said that they've been abused by other people. Um, I think that people wanted him to be a pedophile, um, and he was definitely abused as a kid. So I mean, he would fit that mold. But honestly, I don't think he was. Um, you know, I think that I think people attacked him and they went after him, and I think that this idea that you know um, pe there were there were people that were afraid of him actually going back and starting because he was he was starting to make albums again, and then um, his doctor OD'd him on drugs, and he died. Now the doctor never got charged with murder, but he probably should have been. Um, all right, uh, question TFM: uh, Would you invest in either Ethereum? the new cryptocurrency <laughs> no <laughs> cryptocurrency is a bubble it has okay. no it has no intrinsic value bitcoin is super overvalued do not buy bitcoin if you own bitcoin i recommend you sell it because it is way overvalued okay uh question to, t to ddj i have a nine-year-old daughter what do you tell them um so here's the thing this is what i did with my daughter so my youngest daughter especially um i taught them martial arts <laughs> I taught them how to be self-sufficient. So, like, when my daughter was, like, when she was, my oldest daughter, when she was three, I'd hand her the house keys and say, go unlock the door. I would I would push her to do things and be more independent and to, to make decisions for herself. And I taught the kids martial arts so that they understood how to take care of themselves. Now, I didn't do that because, like, I wanted them to be strong feminists or anything like that. I did that so that they would not have a victim complex. I did that so that they would have tools at their disposal so they can go, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get through through this and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to create ways around it and you know it, it helped so if you have a nine-year-old daughter teach them to be self-sufficient teach them to be self-reliant and then congratulate them when they are um all right question 
Blue Shogun uh, says, I see a new sexual harassment claims on my new fe- news feed every day, more than I have ever seen, including Amazon CEO, George H.W. Bush, and more. Can these be fake, or do you believe there's any credibility? Oh, they're all bullshit. Yeah, I actually created a flow chart on Twitter. Did you see that? I haven't seen it today. No. So I created, like, Twitter today. I created a flow chart where the first question you ask is, did did the victim file a police report at the time of the alleged rape? If the answer is no, she's full of shit. If the answer is yes, you say, why are you interfering with a police investigation? And if the answer is, okay, I didn't, I didn't actually file a police report, then she's full of shit. If she says, well, I did file a police report, the police did a thorough investigation, and they said there wasn't enough evidence, then she's full of shit. If, the, if she says that she the police did file an investigation, they went to court, and her alleged abuser was found not guilty, then she's full of shit. And then she says, I settled out of court, but now I want more money and attention. She's full of shit. And she's a prostitute. And that is the uh, social media rape allegation flowchart. There you go. Hey, Tommy. Welcome to the show. Glad you could make it. What's going on, brother, man? I'm going to try to get a better background for you guys. I know it's Oh, so that's cool. There's no video. So we're uh, there's no we're video, streaming so. on Twitch right now too. So if you're streaming as well, that's great. Nice. I'm not streaming though. Um, okay. But, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm glad to join you guys. I'm sorry about this. I had an interview earlier and was doing that. But uh, I know I heard you guys talking uh, about false rape allegations. That's funny because I was just telling the young lady that I was. Um, interviewing i told her one of the reasons why i ask a woman before she even comes to my house are we fucking or not and i don't ask her verbally i will text it to you normally so i can have something saying you're going to fuck me and i record everything that goes on in my house for the and it's a sad that you have to do this but women have gotten so far gone that their natural reaction is to fuck over a dude is that kind of what you guys are getting at um, yeah, yeah. So, so we, the last couple of shows we've been talking about, um, like Harvey Weinstein and a lot of other stuff that's been going on. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because we were talking on the TFM show. Uh, I don't remember if it was today or if it was the last week uh, on the 420 show. So I actually had uh, uh, somebody who came to me and his sister and he were supposed to get together to go to lunch. And she's, you know, in her early 20s, and she's feminist indoctrinated, um, you know, but she had been so hypersexualized that she was concerned about going to lunch in a public place with her own brother because she was afraid that he might end up being attracted to her. And I'm like, you're just a crazy narcissist. <laughs> wow. God, that's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, 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 and the guy the, the guy in question, he's like, I would never. Like, he, you know, he's like, yeah, I, ew, you know. Ew. Right. You know, he's a, he's a teenager. I mean, is there any reason to even like feminists at this point? Because when you, when they no, can no. force their people to say no. dumb shit like that, the, and it's like what feminists are saying is beyond belief. Like a normal, ordinary person would not say this. Their whole idea right. that females should be worshipped and treated a certain way, but they need men to enact this because they couldn't do it themselves. Right. To me, if you think you're better than someone, the next thing you need to do is prove it. Right. You right. can't say you're better than Michael Jordan, but ask Michael Jordan to tie his hand behind his back. Women right. claim they're better than men, but they ask us to help them. They ask right. us to build shit for them. Go look at any video of any skyscraper being built. Do you know what you will not see walking across those beams? A woman. A vagina. <laughs> Period. We yeah. whistle vaginas as they walk past the construction site, yeah, but you right. don't see them on the construction site. When you look at 9-11, who did you see running into the buildings trying to save right. people? Who did you see Men. running into the building screaming? 
women right right well but well i said that i said that too i was like i was like look remember when the houston uh the houston hurricane happened uh hurricane harvey and then they had the hurricane irma i was like look look at the pictures from these hurricanes this right here prove is because feminists always say that that men go out of their way to oppress women that there's some like you know big oppressive cabal of of patriarchal men that that's all they do is want to oppress women i'm like well look if this is the case why aren't these men trading sex for food they're not they're trying to rescue them that's what all men should do bitch you stranded you gonna suck my dick or you gonna stand on top of that house Right. Right. <laughs> this, this dick ain't gonna Look, suck I'm itself, getting, bitch. I, yeah, you wanna save yourself, suck my dick, and you gotta do it in the boat. There's no hat. Yeah. I'm not gonna wait till we get back to your house and you be like, I'm just fucking with you. You're gonna suck my dick while I'm rescuing other women. And everybody oh, in this boat gonna suck my dick. That's like right. I would be that like what you're saying is that's what men would do if we really were oppressing women, right? Right. We'd, yeah, right. we'd right. we'd make them form a human centipede while we rescued them. <laughs> <laughs> If you've never seen that movie, don't. <laughs> Take but if word you do see it. it, see it drunk. Well, th- there's, a, there's, a, there's a saying that I use called um, consistency is a tool of the patriarchy. Because women, they, they want to be strong and independent, but only when it benefits them. And then they want to be v- victims in need of special treatment when it benefits them. Whatever benefits them at that moment is what they want. And if you're looking for, if you try to bring up the past of like, wait a minute, I thought you were equal to men. Like, those call you misogynist. They know they're not equal to men. They just say that because it gets them results under certain circumstances. But then claiming to be weak victims that need special treatment also gets them special treatment in certain circumstances. They just want whatever benefits them at that moment. Right. So think about this, bro. Who's our biggest enemy then? Is it feminists or the damn cucks, white knights, and simps? It's the the cucks. Yes. Right. I yeah. actually think I actually think it's a combination of the two. Yeah, well, it's both. It's a cycle. Like the, They both need each other. Now, here's the thing. All these false rape accusations, like they're throwing Harvey Weinstein, who's been like a decades-long supporter of feminist groups and a big uh, campaign contributor to feminist groups. They just threw him under the bus. And a lot of these, I mean, every day there's a there's a male feminist being accused of of rape or sexual yes. assault because right now it's like the thing. It's like the thing to be. So all these women, they know they'll they'll get attention. They'll get their 15 minutes if they throw their the, these male feminists under the bus. So this might actually be the impetus to get these male feminists to pull their head out of their fucking ass and stop being such cucks and realize that like they're going to get the knife too. So they might as well yes. come over to the dark side. And, and be part and of the solution. Why I would never be a pro-black. I would never be a pro-black because I watch all them pro-blacks. They throw them under the bus as soon as they say one thing they don't like. I will never be anything like that. Feminists don't. If feminists say they don't like men, even if you are male feminist, do you not understand male came first? Male right. feminists. <laughs> right. So you're still well, a male. I- no matter what it is, it's like me yeah. joining the clan. And they say, we don't like niggers. You're all right, though. And then I right. do one thing they don't like. What do you think they're going to call me? Oh, they're going to hang you. They're going to yeah. call you shit. They're going to hang your ass. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, guys. I'll be. I'm walking to the door, but keep on talking. I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's eventually men. Men are the problem. It's not because men are the problem per se, but feminists. I mean, women are are weaker than men. They're also less intelligent than men. They're not capable of asserting their authority over men without other men backing them up. If a woman, like on a desert island, if a, if a a boat crashed on a desert island, and the men just decided. Hey, we're in charge. 
now suck my dick. There's literally nothing the women could do. Like they could right. try, they could bite his dick off, and they could die for it. But that's really their, that's their only option. They could either suck that dick, or they can get you know try to bite it off and get the shit beaten out of them. Those are their options. Right. Now, once you throw in cucks, manginas, white knights, and male feminists, it's those men who enforce the uh, feminist agenda. Without them, right. the feminists have no ability to enforce their own their own will. So, well, they're the useful idiots. Yeah, they are the useful idiots. Now, here's. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like go to war with them. I prefer to red pill them, like have them right. understand. Like, look, we want to help you. We, we want, we like. I get it. You're, you're kind of a doughy looking retard, and you're trying to get your dick wet. I get it, bro. I get it. But you're not helping yourself. And, and I think if they understand that, they're going to get the, they're going to get the knife too. In fact, right. they thought they were going to get the knife last. They thought if they were male feminists, they would be the last ones served up. They were going to see all the the men they hate served up first. But it turns out they're getting the knife first. Right. Which is kind of like, hey, mate, this wasn't what I signed up for. All right, I'm going to jump in before this question goes off my screen. Okay. Uh, Should men have the right to refuse ownership of children? that they don't want. Yes, consistency, consistency. I'm big on consistency. So if a woman can say, I unilaterally opt out of parenthood, so I don't give a shit. Like if the man's like, no, no, like I really wanted to be a father, let me take the child. And she's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to murder this kid because it's it's a part of my body. Well, then the man can be like, no, fuck you. This is my money. I don't want to be a parent. We need to have a financial abortion. Women get mad at me when I say a man should be allowed no, to have You're right. Right. It, it's just consistency. Right. Now, here's the thing. You have to pick one or the other. Either the child belongs to both parents, and the mm. woman cannot unilaterally abort the child without the man's consent, or the child doesn't belong to... The, the, it's the woman's child. Well, then the man can tell her to go fuck yourself. It's not his responsibility. If it's part of the woman's body, it's not his responsibility. But, again, feminists want it both ways. They want it to be part of the woman's body while the woman's pregnant. But if, and if the woman chooses to have an abortion, it's part of her body. The man has no say. But if the woman chooses to keep the baby, then it's the man's responsibility to financially support her through child support. Fuck that. And the thing is, because these cucks and manginas and male feminists, they support the double standards because they're they're pieces of shit that just I don't know I don't, like I hope that the Harvey Weinstein's and all these male feminists get thrown under the bus teaches them a valuable lesson that you're not going to get the knife last you're going to get the knife first it is not in your interest I get it you're horny you're trying to get your dick wet but bro you gotta just stop stop it Oh yeah, and I'll tell you what I think. That, I think that the Democratic Party, as a result of the Weinstein thing, I think that they're going to be thrown in disarray because all their biggest donors, all their biggest bundlers, yeah. all their all their Hollywood celebrities, they all just got fucked. Well, it, I, it ain't the women raising the money; it's it's the guys that are raising the money. Well, it's I've used, so the, they, I've used the example of you know like you know how these police do like these donations for the policeman's ball and shit like that. Right. I, imagine if for whatever reason, instead of those stickers getting you out of tickets. They, you got targeted for tickets. Like the police right. would deliberately go out and look for people with, you know, fraternal order of the police or policemen's ball donors and target them for harassment and, uh, like, no one would donate to them. Why would I donate if all it's going to do is put a big target on my back? Fuck you. So all these feminist groups who are throwing their donors under the bus, they're going to get, they're going to find out that their their revenue's gone. And right. I don't know what they expected to happen. Like, that's what, of course, that's what's going to happen. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, let so, me ask you guys this question. Go you got Harvey Weinstein. Then you got um, Usher. Then you have, um, let's say, um, Charlie Sheen. Then you have, and you keep watching 
how all of these men are being accused of, well, you know, well, they were inviting us over and then they were trying to have sex with us or, or, or they're, they're saying things like this. But you don't see people talking like that about women. And women have talked about the man, the, the handsome man in the office. There's actually a commercial. You guys can see it. There's a commercial where they there's a guy where um, he's the handsome guy and it says the handsome guy in the office and the women are looking at him like this while they're eating this cookie and then this other guy comes in he's not the handsome guy and he has the slow-mo walk too and they were like they they do that to him he's not handsome now that has every place in society but if you did the same commercial with a so-called fine woman that would be sexist these right. women are allowed to say who's handsome in their uh, office. These women are allowed to even have sex with who's in their office. Exactly. The teachers are allowed to have sex with their students, and we say the student is lucky. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing that pisses me off. A woman can approach a man with money or connections, offer to have sex with him in exchange for him using his money and connections to further her career. No crime has been committed. But if a man with money connections offers his money connections, the woman will have sex with him. That's sexual harassment. It's a blatant double standard. It would be different. Like there's already a, you know how like you've heard of the, the racial sentencing gap where blacks get like about a 6% longer sentence for the same crimes compared to whites. It's so much worse when it comes to gender. Women get a 60% shorter sentence for the same crime compared to men. And that, that's even across racial lines. So if, yeah. if you if you if you think that the racial sentencing gap is bullshit, the gender sentencing gap is far worse. But it's not just that; it's that it's legal for women to do it. It's not even a crime. It's not just they're getting a lower sent a, a shorter sentence. It's not even a crime for them to do it. It's perfectly legal. But it, it's it's illegal. It's not. It's it's career destroyingly illegal for a man to do what it is legal for a woman to do. And that's what's sad. That we men are believing the number one group who abuses their children. It's women. It's women, right. That murders their children. It's women. women. Mm -hmm. Yet we still believe that a woman should have a kid the majority of the time while we provide them with the finances. If that's the case, we're proving that, number one, we, we put our mistrust in the system. The system is telling us that women are better than us, but the stats prove that they're not. That parenting by themselves, they typically do a shit job. But right. numbers prove on the other side that men who parent by themselves do a way better job and their children grow up to be um, more uh, productive. Yeah, more productive citizens. That being the case, we still sit back as men and agree to seeing our kids every other weekend. We still sit back and agree that if a woman went and took sperm out of a condom, she still should be able to sue that man for child support. We, I actually yeah. put up a video the other day and it was sad. The man had been told that his for 21 years that this kid was his come and that he was a deadbeat dad for not taking care of it. They did a DNA test, found out the kid wasn't his. Do you know the woman... In that said, uh, the, the woman judge told the man, you are making a bastard out of this kid, and I don't think it's right. She said that he should still stay. I'm sorry. The kid wasn't 21. Those are two different stories. The kid was 10, but she said that he should continue to pay child support and be in that kid's life, even though he had been lied to by the woman for 10 years. Right. Right. Well, that, you know, what they do now is, is that, um, so like in, in Europe, in parts of Europe, they actually have laws in place where unless you have the mom's permission, you're not even allowed to get a DNA test to determine whether or not the kid is yours. And what's sad is, is that in my book, I show that, uh, 
paternity fraud in the UK is 48%. So, you know, and in the United States, it's 30%. So, you know, three in 10 kids are not the, are not of the guy who's identified as the father. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, most states have laws where if you if you don't challenge the paternity of your child before they're a certain age, usually it's between three and four years old, you're stuck on the hook no matter what. And if you pay, let's say you pay child support on a kid and you find out it's not yours, you can't get a refund for that money. Right. Yeah, it's, it's basically th- there have been cases where underage boys have been raped by grown women who then get pregnant and put them on child support when the boy turns 18. There was a case of a dentist who a woman gave him a blowjob, spit the semen into a cup, injected herself with it, put him on child support. There was a woman who... who uh, took a man's frozen sperm, forged his signature to get it released to her, so she impregnated herself, put him on child support. In all these cases, the man was still on the hook for child support. They didn't care if it was by fraud. They don't care if the woman, uh, you know, injected blowjob semen. They don't give a shit. And here's what's really fucked up. If a man lies about wearing a condom, he's a rapist. But a woman can lie about being on birth control. She can Thank you. she can steal a man's sperm. She can rape an underage boy, and it's like it's not even a crime. I mean, the rape is a crime, but like she can still get she still gets child support. It doesn't matter. She, she can poke holes in your condom, and you still can't charge her with rape. But if you poke holes in her in your condom and get her pregnant, she can charge you with rape. Right. right. It's, just, it's right. again. It's it's not just that they're getting a shorter sentence for the same crime. It's not even illegal for them to do it. It's only illegal for men to do it. Right. So so here here's my theory on this whole Weinstein thing. I think that because, and, and I want your feedback on this, Tommy. I think that. Uh, the whole thing on the Weinstein deal. Okay, say it again now. All right, you were breaking up there for a second. Okay, so my thing is, is on, on the Weinstein deal, I think that the reason that they're bringing it up now is because Cosby's about to go back for his second trial, and I think that they don't have enough to hold him on, and I think he's going to win the second trial also. So they they, they need a win? So they're willing They need to a win. They need their pound yeah. of blood. And so everybody's going off because if you look at this Weinstein thing, like it's just it was started by Rose McGowan, who, by the way, she apparently accused him of sexual harassment before she settled out of court. And now she's bringing it up again, violating her NDA. He should sue the fuck out of her for violating that NDA. But she's a hoe anyway. Remember what happened to uh, the guy who owned the Clippers? It's illegal to record conversations like that, but they never put her in jail for doing it. Right. Right. Because and that's giant. and that's my point. Yeah. So I think I think that because Cosby's about to go back to trial here in November, I think Cosby's going to beat this new trial too, and I think that they need their pound of flesh. Yeah. And think I, about I, what they're doing to me and them. Oh, they're bringing it up in the seventies. Yeah. Had me on the couch and put my dick in your mouth. Now I sucked it because I wanted my big break in business, but right. it was wrong. Like what? Well, it's it's like saying. Um, you know, some prostitute saying, oh, remember 10 years ago, I was a prostitute and you paid me to suck your dick and I sucked your dick, but that was rape because I really didn't want to suck your dick. It's like, yeah, well, why the fuck did you take the money? Well, because I really needed the money. Well, then That's you, why I created that consenting. hashtag Thought Lives Matter. Right, fuck. Back to the yeah, hashtag Thought you. Lives Matter. Right, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, got, I got a Thought Lives Matter, Cut Lives Matter, 
they feminist don't. lives matter. They don't. Yeah. They don't matter. <laughs> well, what about the fact that they can come up with something called slut walk, but if you call them a slut, you are a problem. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, uh, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a really easy rule of thumb to understand um, what is objectification and what is empowerment. So if men find it attractive, it's objectification. If men find it disgusting, it's empowerment. Right. If, you, if, you, if you remember that rule of thumb, you'll never be confused. Because when a fat, disgusting 400-pound woman with fucking electrical tape over her fucking areola comes out and dances in front of children, that's empowerment because she's disgusting. But if an attractive woman gets ogled by a, a man, that's, that's objectification because a man finds it attractive. And men aren't allowed to have... Feminists are basically anti-men. They say, like, oh, they say feminists hate men. And yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> that's that's not an exaggeration. They do. They, they In fact, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you an example. So um, I don't know if, if you follow my channel that much, but I'm pretty big on sex robots and sex dolls and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. I have a thing. Uh, I have a problem. I'm not afraid to admit it. But, uh, you know, the sex robots have it's been proven... Problem. I have a problem. I'm an addict. But, uh, okay, th- these these things have been shown that to lower the rape of real women, just the way violent video games lower crime. You give people a, a victimless ethical outlet to do things that they shouldn't do to normal people, they don't do them. And so you're, you're actually lowering crime. You're preventing real victims from being victimized. So, and they've, in Europe, they've had these sex doll brothels. They're actually more popular than the actual human prostitutes. Human prostitutes are actually complaining that the sex dolls are putting them out of business. Now, feminists are complaining how all these women are being trafficked through the sex trade, and the men are, you know, they're, they're kidnapping these girls in these third world countries, and they're trafficking them to be these horrible sex slaves, and it's so dehumanizing. Well, sex dolls and sex robots will put these people out of business because men it's already been shown would rather have a like a sex doll or a sex robot than a human prostitute so you can actually save these women from a lifetime of objectification and being trafficked and being abused by pimps by embracing sex robots and sex dolls and they don't they're actually trying to ban them because men well, like them because men like them they would rather well, look at another thing that women are trying to ban the male peel Look at how oh, long yeah. it's been. We get Viagra, but we don't get something to stop us from impregnating people and enslaving ourselves. Make right. that well, if, you look, if you look at Vazagel, I don't. are you familiar with Vazagel? No. Okay, so they have this thing out there. It's called Vazagel. And uh, this guy invented it. And what it is, it's a gel <laughs> that you stick inside your, your body, and it prevents the sperm from the coming through the tube. So it blocks the sperm. And there's a switch that you can switch it on and off. So it's 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 a 100% safe, 100% reversible form of birth control for men that is non-chemical. Yeah, and, it's, like, it's um, almost like a glue. It's like it's like putting yeah. super glue in your, your in like your your sperm tubes, and the, but then you right, can, it's, it, you, can, you can reverse it. You can yeah, but and it's and it's safe. They've done clinical trials. So the thing's completely safe, and there are no side effects. But these guys cannot get funding to bring it to market. And and nobody will talk about it. And then when they when they created the man's pill, the reason that they that they wanted to push the pill is because the pill was actually uh, it was basically giving these guys estrogen. It was sex change, sex change hormones. It was so, sex change hormones. Yeah, yeah they're they're fine and they were testing these men into women. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine testing sex change hormones on men in the name of birth control, but putting a a harmless kind of glue that has no side effects that can't get funding. Right. So it's it's this complete bullshit. But this goes to show, like, 
women, they just, they hate men. If, if it benefits men, even if it benefits women too, they just can't deal with it. It has to, it yes. has to hurt men. It, only that, when it hurts men and hooks women, up women, then, then they're for it. But think about it. Most women don't even use child support because they need the money. They use it to fuck over the guy. Because if you're paying child support and you seem like you're happy um, that it's not bothering you, pay child it. support and move on to a new woman, get married, have your family. Then she's going to start complaining publicly that you never come see your kid. She's okay. going to, if you come see your kid, she's going to try to make it hard for you to see your kid. That bitch can't pick up my kid. Why that bitch always with you? Her job is to make your life miserable. Because think about it, guys. They say women have the ability to decide if um, women have the ability to decide when a child is born or not, if a child is born or not. So if a man says, fine, since I didn't want this child and she had it anyway, and you're going to make me financially obligated, fine, I'm going to pay for it. But I don't want it in my life because I don't want to be a father. You're still a bad guy. But if she doesn't want you to be a father and she puts you through hell, well, you got to let her do it. Right. Yeah, that's gynocentrism. The definition of gynocentrism is when everything is about the perspective of the woman. Whatever the woman wants is all that matters. It doesn't matter what's fair, equitable, balanced, makes sense, or is sustainable. It's what what do women want, and that is how society operates. That's what the, that's how the legal system operates, and that is why society is basically in a death spiral, because it is men who are the foundation of society. When you screw over your own men, you're actually screwing over the only people that like that you rely on. Yep. So you know when society well, and, crumbles. You know, and, so well, and it's interesting that you bring that up, Tommy. When you talk about how you know all these women are doing this, because you know you had never really heard about MGTOW until you kind of heard about the TFM channel. But there are men all around the world that have woken up to the bullshit that is the male-female relationship. And realize that the juice is not worth the squeeze. Or even if they're still having sex with women, they understand that you don't cohabitate, you don't commit, and you don't get married to them. You just pump and dump and you move on with your day. And, you know, and these men are coming to this conclusion not even knowing what MGTOW is, but they're, but they're adopting these MGTOW philosophies because the, you know, feminism and gynocentrism has destroyed the social contract between men and women. And now it's gotten to the point where, so it used to be where uh, a lot of MGTOW were shamed uh, because, you know, oh, you're just a neck-bearded basement dweller who can't get laid and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know, and all that other bullshit that, that you hear. Well, you know, it's it's hilarious because now, you know, Fox News, like a, a week or two ago, they just did a story about how there's a bunch of MGTOW guys in, in Silicon Valley that are tired of dealing with women's bullshit. Uh, there's another guy named Peter Lloyd who definitely looks like he could probably get laid who's he's like i'm never getting married because this is bullshit you know yeah. i mean and he's like you know I, I'll, I'll never be married i'll just i'll just go do my thing and so you see this now and it's funny because i think that that as more men refuse to commit cohabitate or marry these women i think that that they are actually, con- I mean, a little bit concerned. Obviously, the laws aren't changing, but I think that it's going to create problems for them. What are your thoughts? No, I think it's going to continue to create problems for them. And here's what I don't like. It's like they don't seem like they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. You cannot keep doing this. And what I'm sad about is the fact that the idea of a rubber band, we've all done that when we were kids, little boys, slinging, flinging rubber bands at each other, and then something happens. What happens is the rubber band keeps getting bent and pulled back till it stretches, and then it breaks. 
Right. What's going to happen with me? Like a woman shoots that pussy. Yes. Us men, though, I hope that we point where we stay. You know, we got a break. We can't keep on bending. We can't keep um, having women get their way. Like he said, what a, what a woman wants. There's a damn song called What a Girl Wants, What a Girl Needs. And it was actually yep. saying that. Like, right. Okay. Girls just want to have fun and whatever the fuck it is that they do, that's considered fun. As long as they're enjoying it, you should allow it. If they're not, then you shouldn't. The fact that there's laws on the books that says, yes, you can be in the midst of fucking a woman. Get ready to come. And she say, stop. If you pump one more time, you have just raped this woman. Yeah. There was a guy who grabbed the chick's tit like too hard. And she he's he was convicted of sexual assault and they were having sex. But he grabbed, he grabbed her tit, so off to jail. Meanwhile, in that same country, a woman stabbed her boyfriend with a knife and was spared jail because they didn't want to ruin her career. So you can you can stab someone with a knife and not go to jail, but if you grab a chick's tit, you're a rapist and you need to lose your job and, and register as a sex offender for five years. And, and here's the thing. She didn't complain about her tit being squeezed until she went to the doctor next day and she realized there were bruises on her tit. So you know she was deep into the cock carousel and she probably had a date that night and didn't want to show up with bruises all over her tits and look like a hoe. Exactly. And a lot of these women are allowed to get away with that shit. That woman who was talking shit about Ben Affleck saying he grabbed her tits yeah. and that video I put up, you didn't see him grab her tit. But then even in, when she was talking to the producers of the show after it happened, she was laughing and giggling like it was funny. And now 10 years later, you're offended. Right. Yeah, I saw that. That's the one. That's the chick uh, from Canada. Yeah, and Ben wasn't giving her a job, so she didn't have to like it. It wasn't like Ben was hiring her or anything. They were on was that TRL? Yeah, and they and they were and, and they were and they were having fun, and he was talking to her like they had already been fucking. You could tell they had already been fucking. Yeah, and and for her to come out now and say, yeah, I had a problem, and she didn't even bring it up. Some other bitch on um Twitter brought it up. Yeah, nosy bitches. Yes, and and that's what I don't understand. Like. We are persecuting each other as men. We get behind these women when they say, man, these deadbeat dads. We're like, yeah, deadbeat dads suck. But you never hear the term deadbeat mom when there are way more deadbeat moms than deadbeat dads because women can give their kids up for adoption. Here's here's what's funny. I want, I want, your, I want your audience to listen. A woman gives her kid up for adoption. Does she have to pay child support? Nope. nope. Why not? Because vagina. Right. Women have no answer for that. They have no, no answer for the fact that a man can't walk away from his kid, but a woman can. I just, yeah, I just gave you the answer. To kill the kid. So she right. could have. She, she had 33 forms of birth control. She had six and a half months before she could have got an abortion. She still decided to have it and then just give it up. Right. Leave it at a. They allow women to leave kids at, at the hospital, at the, the hospital, church. at the fire department, at the church, yep. at the police station. And this is perfectly legal because she knows she won't be a good parent. So it'd be best to give it to somebody else. Well, shouldn't we have that option? I know I'm not going to be a good dad. It's best to let you raise it by yourself and don't come after me for no fucking money because they don't come after you for money when you give your kid up for adoption. Exactly. Well, they're going after guys who donate sperm. Like if you go to the sperm bank and donate sperm and and the chick need child support, they will actually violate the sperm bank's rules to go after you for it. And there are guys who are stuck paying child support for children that they had through the sperm bank, even though they were told that this wouldn't be an issue. 
Did right. you see the guy, the sperminator, who came on my uh, show and interviewed? The, the the Jewish guy who was going around fucking the shit out of these women because they wanted to be pregnant. He would either donate sperm to them or he fuck them the old 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 fashioned right. and get them pregnant. Do you know them bitches turned around and sued him for child support? Now this man's got twelve orders of child support. No. He's got twelve. He's fucking broke. No. Yeah. I, and he's I, a no, professor in NYU. I, he's a what? He's a professor at NYU. His name is Ariel. Look him up. Oh, he's, he's fucked. Ar- he's he's fucked. Now, I just, if, if Ariel, if you're listening, show. I just want to come on Ariel. I forgot his last name, but if you look up, call him. Look up Sperminator and Ari. I saw a news article about him. I just yeah. want I want Ariel to know. I just want Ariel to know. Don't kill yourself, buddy. There's more. Des- there's, there's, there's more deserving <laughs> targets. There's more deserving targets. Say don't, it again, brother. Don't go alone. <laughs> Right. I said, I, I'm like my grandmother. My grandmother told me when I was young, I remember she used to say something. She said, no matter how depressed I get if, or mad at you, I get, I'm going to kill you before I kill myself. And I didn't get it when I was a kid. I was like, what is yep. she saying? I think <laughs> if I kill you instead of myself, because you made me mad. If I kill you, I can ask for forgiveness. If I kill right. myself, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it. I, I didn't say it. Tommy said it. Yeah, right. but I'm saying these men are up here killing themselves. You think these women give a shit? They don't I've give a fucking heard. shit. Nope. I they go into that in my book. Back on that cock carousel before your yep. body hits rigor mortis. That's right. right. And and they'll laugh at you. Fifteen minutes and then they'll be fucking somebody else. And then what? Broke up with you. When you kill yourself, what would they tell their friends? See, that's why I broke up with him. He crazy as fuck. Right. Right. But if a woman kills herself, how would they treat you guys? If um, because you were mean to her, she killed herself. Um, what do you think? Yeah, right. They charge you with murder. They tried to do that with uh, what's his name, the comedian. Yep. Uh, Jim uh, Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. They try to charge him with yeah. murder. And there's a couple other guys they tried to do the same thing with. With a woman killed herself because she was mentally crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and she was literally like, like yeah. when you looked at the history, it wasn't like. So the thing about men and women is that men who kill themselves are post-relationship murderous rampages if you listen to them when they when you or you listen to their stories these men did not have a history of mental health problems they did not have a history of bipolar or cluster b or depression or suicide or anything else there was a um there was a guy who was a uh, remember that the, the the guy that that was walking around and live streaming shooting people yep he, he shot that old man Mm-hmm. Because his friend wouldn't talk to him because she had cheated on him and he was trying to figure it out. Well, they found out later when they interviewed the the ex, and she was talking and she said, "Look, this guy was not a deadbeat. He he did not have mental health problems. He actually worked and was helping people. He worked in uh, like as a as a social worker." helping other people through these processes. He had no mental health history at all. But this woman had him so twisted that he lost his entire sanity. And what they found is is that guys, because guys, guys produce testosterone, and so a lot of guys, guys who produce a lot of testosterone, I'm not saying like hyper-masculine men, but, but normally masculine men, they will more likely be secluded and will not get the help they need than women who produce estrogen. So even though women undergo mental health issues a lot more than men do because of the estrogen, women will seek help 
with their depression more than men will just by design, just by their biological imperative. And then when you add shit like feminism in or, you know, how they always harass men or how if you go to womenshealth.gov and you find a website and you go to menshealth.gov and that site doesn't exist, men don't have the resources that women have at any level. So then you have these guys, you know, they feel trapped or they feel like they have no other place to go. So they just say, fuck it. I'm going to take as many out with me as I can. Yeah. Well, and, 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 the and then they blame is, toxic masculinity for it. Like, they're not doing things to really get sympathy. That's the problem with women. Women are all about the perception and how they're perceived by other people. That's why women can be broke, but on Instagram look like they're rich by the way that they're dressed and where you see them hanging out at. They'd rather go by the perception than the reality. When a man decides to kill himself, it's because he's just tired of this shit. Right. right. You know? They want to make somebody feel bad. They want people... That, that's why they do a lot of surface cutting, but never really trying to kill themselves. They will surface right. cut themselves because they want people to feel bad for them. Yeah, but they, they want, want to be there to fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to female suicides, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cut and dry. I just... I'm like, look, I don't think you should commit suicide. And they're like, oh... Because I've had a couple of women that have been talking about suicide. And I actually had a male friend of mine commit suicide. And I told them, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to do that. And they're like, I shouldn't? I'm like, no, you'll probably fail at that too yeah probably fuck it up you'll fuck it up you'll fail at that too and then i'm gonna end up paying your medical bills through my taxes usually that winds up pretty much but it's like you know that's what you (laughs) savage now the the reason why men don't feel sorry for other men is because uh men just they have a dominance instinct that men are territorial they fight for resources including women they just lack you know men just evolved not to be empathetic to men they see men as competition and threats they don't see men as something worthy of empathy and that's why men don't have nice things like you gotta fight and scrape for everything but but you haven't noticed like women are more competitive than we are women look at the shit that women do women get jealous of their own children you don't hear men get jealous of their sons but women actually are jealous of their daughters well yeah yeah well because it's the same reason why you're talking about how you know feminists they say they want they're strong and independent but then they want men to do everything it's because they're not smart enough to do it themselves they require men to do stuff that's why they nag men don't nag women because if men need something done they'll just do it themselves but because women are just biologically inferior to men, I mean, it's true. I know that people are like, oh, how dare you? It's true. I can prove it scientifically. But, um, yeah, that offends people. And because women rely on men, they need men, and they, that's why they need attention. So when their you know, their daughter is more attractive to them and they're getting more male attention than them, and the only thing they can rely on is pity, like they can't use their sexuality anymore. They can only try to make people feel sorry for them. That's usually not a good sign. And so... <laughs> It's just it is what it is, but um, yeah. I love talking with you guys because you guys bring up stuff that a lot of people would refuse to bring up, and um, like we're almost like cavemen. Like to see how you guys like you see what's happened to me once I put my face out here saying the type of shit I've said. Yep. Oh yeah, they went after you. That's why. Yeah, they tried. That's why we don't do that. Well, that's. I I mean, I I I respect the shit out of you for doing that, but yeah. Mm-mm. We're not that guy. Is, but they can go out slut walk and you can't use what they're doing at the slut walk against them during their job. Women can right. do anything they want to publicly. There's a woman who cussed me out while in her job and I told people, hey, you know, she cussed me out. You see the big old Metro PCS logo. Logo. You even see what store she's in. She put the phone down to, to uh, talk to some guy who was a customer. The customer actually ended up giving his number out on YouTube Live. He didn't know it. 
because she just had her her excuse me Facebook Live, but she had her Facebook Live still going. After he got done, she picked up the phone, started right back talking shit about me, calling me all kinds of names. I turned the video over to her job. They fired her. Do you know people told me I was a bitch for doing that? Well, no, yeah, that's accountability. Yeah, they yeah, had to doing it to a man well, though. He, he, they well, had a, right. Well, here's the thing. Um, one one of the reasons why men don't have nice things is because men have principles and women don't give a fuck. But like we, I talked about earlier, women will do whatever is in their best interest at the time. So they're weak when they need to be, they're strong and independent when they need to be, they have no consistency or standards. But then men want to, they want men to demonstrate consistency and standards. And that's why you lose. You don't, if, if your enemy is is cheating, you don't continue to play by the rules. You say, oh, if that's how it's going to be, you know, it's like if you're in a boxing match and the other guy takes off his gloves and starts beating the shit out of you with his bare hands, you don't leave your gloves on and keep fighting a- along the rules. You, you, you get your gloves off and you defend yourself. So using the tactics that the other side is already using against you, it's not like they've threatened to, this is what they're doing right now. It, it just that's the only way you win unless you really like losing you need to take the gloves off you need to fight to win exactly and we don't fight to win because we're being told you shouldn't fight women like that though think about well, it well that's because well, you're right well, you're yeah, you're matter. Matter. i'm supposed to bring in all the dirt on him people like to watch if you and i fell out right now and we were making videos about each other and just exposing the shit out of each other everybody would find it entertaining but if it was a girl and she was talking shit about me like there's a woman who was telling people i had a little dick and when she fucked me, that, that and which I don't know why another man would ask, but he asked her, was it any good? She said, I don't know. It lasted. So it, it didn't last very long. But I got a video of her fucking me for 30 straight minutes. And I made this bitch shake. And my dick is huge. <laughs> right, I'll Just, I'll t- I don't need dick pics. I'll take your word for it. It is what it is. So here's right. what happened. I said fine since she's saying this publicly i'm gonna just put up the video do you know what this bitch told me do it i'm gonna it- sue you for revenge porn Oh, yeah, right. right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. she can go on radio show after radio show telling people I can't fuck and I got a little dick. I got the visual proof that it's a lie. And she says, I'm going to put you in jail right. if you put it out. Make that right. make sense. No, well, I mean, right. I, had, I had an incident. Well, with so all she, yeah, all she needs to do is just admit it because that's defamation. Well, I had all, you see, yeah, it's constructive. That's, that's constructive evidence to debunk her claim. Yeah, I, I, I had an incident with a guy who's not, I'm not going to name, but he was talking, <laughs> he was talking all this shit. And I had the proof he was lying. I showed, I made a video of the proof he was lying. And then he just kept t- talking all this shit. And I'm like, bitch, I have the emails. I can prove you're lying. But it just, it went all, it went back and forth. Finally, the guy backed down and it's done. Water under the bridge as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, it's just, you know, bitch like, is bitch and fuck them. No. And I'm glad you said that legally. I had to ask my my lawyer because I said I want to put it out because people want to see my dick anyway. This is an excuse for me to put it out. So, but he was like, I don't know, you know, just let it go. Well, you, here's what I would do. Like, wait a minute, let it go? Why should I let it go when she won't stop talking about me? Yeah, here, here's what I would do is I would be like, this is defamation, and I can demonstrate that you're lying right now. So either you can apologize. Or I'll demonstrate that you're lying, and I'll put up a, a, an 18 plus not suitable for work, and I'll put right there that I'm defending myself against your defamation, and then I would use it as an affirmative defense, and then I would let the bitch go to the police, charge me, I would go to the criminal trial, and then when I got done, I would turn around and sue the prosecutor for malicious prosecution, and I would make money all the way well, around, and I'd be like, "Fuck y'all if you can't take a joke." Yeah, but just, here's the problem. Remember, we are talking about a feminist society. Well, 
Well, but no, well, DDJ, yeah. he has like he's like ten I, years I, I, of paralegal I, I, I experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got a law background, so yeah, he he, so, he, yeah. Knows, so, he knows how I'm to play asking, dirty. Could not worry about the fact because this thing carries like a three to five year sentence if convicted. Right, but so so you have to understand that. So so what I'm saying is this, right? So here's the thing: it, it depends on the jurisdiction. It depends on the juris on the jurisdiction where you're at. That's number one. So so if you're like say if you're in Arizona or New, or New Mexico or wherever you're at, if the laws there say that you that, that what defines what revenge porn is, there you go. But like say if you had a thing on your on your on your front doorstep that says, hey, you are under surveillance, 100 percent of the time while you're on my property. There you go. Or if you've got other stuff that she, you know, that can demonstrate that she knew about the recording and all that. Yes, you're covered. Sit there, I got a camera in my hand and we're laughing yeah. and shit. Yeah. Then, then, then she's got no defense. I, there was a guy, so I was in, uh, I live in Washington state and, um, we defended a guy who was a, he's a chiropractor and he was a retired, uh, green beret. And he met this chick who was, I'll, we'll call her Tuesday. And uh, he met her at a sex club and she had accused him of, well, she, he gave her a job. They were dating. He gave her a job and he accused her of, she accused him of sexual harassment on the job. She accused him of rape. She accused him of domestic violence. Uh, the Seattle Police Department took all his guns. They filed criminal charges against him. The state licensing authority for the medical board, because he was a chiropractor, they filed an action against him. And then on top of that, he had a civil domestic violence order against him. So it's the night before the hearing, and I had been busy with other cases, and the attorney's like, hey, I need you to drive out to this place. It was a Sunday night, and he says, I need you to drive out to this guy's place, and uh, I need you to interview him because we got this hearing tomorrow. So he, he caught me up as to what was going on. I'm like, yeah, this guy's fucked. So I get out to his place, and I get to talking with him, and he, he we start talking, and he says, yeah, you know, she says she raped me and this and that, but he won't talk to me. He's, he's super quiet, and I'm like, listen, bro. Under attorney-client privilege, if you know you can tell me anything, and and you're covered since I'm working with this attorney, but you have to tell me everything because I can't protect you, and and I think you're lying to me. There's there's shit you're not telling me. He goes, all right, hold on. So he leaves and he comes back and he walks out with this cardboard box. Now the box is about 18 inches deep, and it's it's 18 inches square, and it is filled with those. Uh, so this is this was probably about 12 years ago. Remember those those small video cam tapes. Mm -hmm. that they used to have the small ones are probably like you know four inches long and a couple inches wide this box was full of them so he goes well so i have evidence that will exonerate me and demonstrate without a doubt that i am innocent but it will destroy my life if it comes out and that's what he tells me about how he met her at a sex club he bought her a motorcycle he bought her a ring he flew her to japan he's a martial arts expert he flew her to japan with him when he went on some martial arts expedition or exhibitions she wanted to tie him down and put a ring on it and he's like no you're tuesday and so that's when she got pissed off and she started setting him up at work because he gave her a job and started fucking him over. So I said, look, let me see the tape. So the tape, the tapes, every one of them, she was tying him up to the bed. She was the aggressor in every tape. And he had a box full of them. So he's like, yeah, if we bring this up, I'm done. I'm like, no, we'll just exclude the witnesses. So that's what we did. We walked into court. Uh, it is funny, too, because so we're in the second floor. I don't know if you've ever been to the courthouse in Seattle, but there's a second floor where all the domestic violence shit happens. And the attorney is sitting there in the bench at 830 in the morning while everybody's walking by. And he's looking at this camcorder watching this porn. 
on mute while all these people are walking by and he's like oh yeah they're done i was like dude we bring it to court we'll exclude the witnesses and 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 we'll just we'll just totally waylay her and her attorney was like this this fat uh feminist with an ill-fitting suit and no no hair product no makeup just fucking you know angry uh overweight granola that probably goes to bed with a fucking pint of hagen every night <laughs> so we go into court and we exclude the witnesses and my attorney the attorney i worked with he was a part-time judge but he'd been he'd been around the block like he was super you know he he had a lot of experience so he kept telling the judge he's like your honor i have exonerating evidence right here and they're like what so he excluded all the witnesses we excluded everybody in the courtroom because of the sensitivity of the of the evidence and then he pulls out the video camcorder and the box of tapes and says i have evidence that shows that she's a sexual aggressor we have video footage she lost her fucking mind and by the time the hearing was over we had her under oath the attorney didn't know what to do because you know women always lie right so she lied to her attorney she never told her attorney any of this shit so the attorney was just as shocked as anybody else was and she was banking on the fact that this guy would be so ashamed and so cucked because he was submissive in bed because she he let her tie him up that she thought that he would never bring it up and that she was just going to fuck him over and make a bunch of money off of him mm-hmm we brought it up, but and she was so upset about the whole thing, and she was so narcissistic, she admitted to try to extort him out of his money. She admitted to falsifying evidence at his job for harassment. Uh, by the time we were done, we had the police file, a police report, and they ended up taking her into custody at the end of the hearing. Yeah, I lost a job where I was making six figures because a girl I was dating was calling me while I was work at work talking shit. Yep. She was sending me uh, emails talking shit. I responded back to her on one email talking shit, and I called her all kind of bitches and said, bitch, leave me alone. She then took that email to my boss and said, look at what he wrote to me while on the job. They fired me because what she said about what I was doing, which was sending that kind of language email. Right. She set you up. Yep. I I told my boss, I said, what? He said, well, you know, you know, this kind of language, you're not supposed to speak this way to a woman. I said, look how she was speaking to me, though. Yeah, but that, you know, but, you know, that can make out. Because vagina. I said, I can't believe y'all are doing this. You you see from the messages, she was fucking with me for no reason. This wasn't the company's email. It was from my Gmail. But I'm still fired. Right. And this bitch laughed. Yeah. Well, that's when you push what? your thumbs into her eye sockets and see how <laughs> see how much he's laughing then. Right. Well, you know, that. Yeah. And, and this is one of the things that I talk about too. Is I say these women they they go scorched earth. They don't they don't care who gets hurt. They don't care who gets harmed. Their goal is is to make your life hell and to make you suffer. And they don't care how they do it. It's just, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And so, I don't know. I mean, I'm of the opinion that, um, you know, I would rather fight the fight and then win at the end. Because the thing about it is, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, so, like, there's, there's another case that I worked on in Seattle where the guy's still fighting the case right now. But he, um, his, his ex-girlfriend accused him of, uh, of rape and, and domestic violence. And this chick's a cow. 
Okay, so like they had a kid together. Um, she's a cow. They were living together. She was. She's not only a cow, but she's a cunt. And this guy's like he's like an MMA fighter. He's like six foot four. He's an MMA fighter, and he's and he's fought like he's been like the sparring partner of guys in the UFC. And so he just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna start fucking around other bitches." So that's what he started doing. He's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna fuck other bitches. I'm not gonna deal with you." So she got pissed off when she realized that that he wasn't fucking her no more, and he was fucking other chicks. So she gets pissed off and leaves, accuses him of DV. So the cops the cops get called, and this is Seattle Police Department, and they find out that you know they they do the police report, they submit pictures of supposed bruises on her, and now you know she's like five foot five, five foot six, he's six three and like two hundred and forty pounds of solid muscle, and he is a he's an MMA fighter, he's he's trained as a Thai boxer. I mean this guy is like, if you hit him, if he hit you, he's breaking bones, okay, and. She's like, yeah. She's like, you know, he hit me. I got bruises. Blah blah blah. Well, when he finally saw the evidence of the pictures, it turns out they weren't even of her. The cops had put somebody else's bruised photos in, in the file. Wow. Yeah. They put. Then when he went to go get his DV or his his DV order, he told the judge, "Look, I, I don't want to rape her. She's fat and ugly. I've been fucking other women. And on top of that, she hit me. So." The judge was like, "Shit, we might have we, we might have a thing where she's the DV perp here." So they they were like, "Well, we're going to do a an investigation and we'll find out what's going on here." So they assigned it to a, a family court facilitator. The family court facilitator, hired by the court through the through the prosecutor's office, never interviewed him. Now he has a a prior record. He had a, a, a misdemeanor assault, but it was for defending a woman in a bar some guy was harassing this chick in a bar and he ended up defending her and he ended up getting a fight with the guy rather than trying to be like some kind of misogynist or anything well they never they never interviewed him but they interviewed her and what they found out about her history was that she was an actual domestic violence perp she got cheated on by her ex-husband with a chick she found the two of them in a restaurant and the woman was six months pregnant with her husband's kid and she kicked the girl in the stomach. <laughs> Six months pregnant, kicked her in the stomach. When she interviewed with the court facilitator, she told the court facilitator, oh, um, you know, yeah, I committed domestic violence. I'm mentally unstable. I'm going through depression. Da, 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 da. They didn't give a shit. And they said, oh, yeah, he should have a DV order against him anyway. This is, see, and the fact is women don't fear courts because they know they will be painted as victims. Right. They have well, no fear of court. Well, the reason I bring this up is is because so here's my theory, and and I go into this, and this is my my little show alert for my book for chapter five and chapter six. I go into this because it, when the Duluth model was created, which is the primary domestic violence intervention model that's used in the United States, and it's the most popular domestic violence intervention model used in the world, the Duluth model was created by feminists specifically under the assumption that men are perpetrators and women are victims. Even though stats show that when it comes to one-sided domestic violence, women commit the violence 70% of the time. So here's my theory. 
because these judges, because these prosecutors, because these law enforcement officers are trained in this feminist model that says that women are victims and men are abusers, men don't get treated the same in court. They don't get treated the same during the arrest process. They don't get treated the same with pro- during the prosecutorial process or anything. So you have this huge epidemic of white knights that even if the woman is the criminal, this is why she serves less time, it's because this Duluth model innately discriminates against men. And what I mean by that is is that when, let's say Tommy gets arrested for domestic violence, right? Well, Tommy's girlfriend, we'll just call her for, for purposes of this, of this example, we're going to just call her bitch. So, uh, the cops show up, they arrest Tommy, they interview bitch, and all of a sudden, the prosecutor's office is going to call up a domestic violence advocate who's going to go out and talk to bitch. And the domestic violence advocate, her job, she's going to conduct her own parallel investigation while the police are doing their investigation, and she's going to do her best to influence the officer to recommend it go to the prosecutor's office. Once the prosecutor accepts the case, then she's going to do her best to get the prosecutor to push the case to trial. Now, the reason this is an issue is because there's a legal definition for this. It's called witness tampering, and it's interference with a police investigation, both of which are state and federal felonies. Now, the reason that this is a problem is because even if even if bitch decides I need to not prosecute him because I need more dick, um, they don't care. They'll prosecute anyway. She can write a letter and say none of this ever happened and I lied about it, and they'll still go to prosecute you anyway. It's out of her hands. Yep. Now, the problem that you have, again, is, is that you're going to go in front of a judge who's been trained by feminists to, to say that men are perpetrators and women are victims. You as a black man are more likely to get justice in a court of white supremacist men than you are in a court of feminist indoctrinated women. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Especially the family court. The family court is absolute bullshit. Yeah, and so my, my opinion is this. Anytime that a guy goes in this situation, he can't get a fair trial because if the judge has been trained by feminists in this Duluth model, and the Duluth model, by the way, has been debunked, and it has been admitted that, that it doesn't work. So anybody who's been trained in this is automatically biased against you just by their training. So you can't, your due process rights aren't protected. You've got, you've got a feminist uh, d- domestic violence advocate who is conducting a parallel investigation, interfering with a police investigation, interfering with the pros- uh, prosecution. And on top of that, she's collecting federal money to do so because this is, she's got her job because of a VAWA grant. So this is a systemic issue because every county in the United States, every county court has a domestic violence unit in the prosecutor's office and the courthouse. Yep. Just take it all in. Let let it wash over you. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just so sad. It's sad that it exists in what you would think would be a common sense world, but I still think it's mostly sad because there are guys helping this. Oh yeah. Is, yeah. is a dude who put this shit together and said, "Hey, man, let's um give these women an out because they're the weaker sex." Um, I was talking to the woman during my interview today, and I told her, "I said, women are just conniving," and she was like, "Why would you say that?" But by the time <laughs> I walked her down, she said, right. "You know what? I'm a woman, and I don't want to admit that women are conniving, but in essence, we are." I said, "Look, your hair isn't real, your eyelashes aren't real." Your skin isn't as smooth as what it was on Tinder where I found you. 
Like, none of that shit. Right. But you want to tell me women aren't conniving? I mean, by sheer yourself, it's conniving. Well, actually, you, just, just to kind of... You know, well, think about it. How many men do you know who get on um, Instagram looking for a filter to make themselves look better? Well, I'll, I'll tell you something that'll piss you off even more. Like, so you bring up women lie about their appearance because that's what men are looking for. They're looking for appearance. Uh, feminists are right now trying to make it a form of rape if a man lies about his income. So if a woman sleeps with a man because they think he's like some big shot and he's got money, but it turns out he just drove a rental, a rental, that's rape. Right. But, hold on. Uh, let's see. Let's see what Celestine has to say. Oh shit, Celestina with a fucking spicy. Spicy drops. Wish to believe worked Wish out wonderfully for Emmett Till. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, there's actually there was an article written. Shit, was it? I think it was Medium, where it talks about the dangers of listen and believe, and it used the examples of uh, you know during segregation and stuff like that, where blacks were lynched on the word of a white woman saying that oh he raped me, and you know white men would just string him up. And that was the end of yeah. it. No, no trial, no evidence, just, you know, a woman pointing a finger. And that's basically what's happening now. Except it's not just affecting, it's not white women against black men. It's all women against all men. And yep. now e even the male feminists are realizing it's against them too. Being a male feminist isn't insulating. Like back in the segregation days, white men didn't have to worry about being falsely accused and lynched. It was only black men. But now male feminists, white men... Asian men, everyone, nobody's safe. It's just, it's, it's, it is, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I used, uh, Emmett Till as an example in my book. And I mean, they not only killed him, but they tortured him and they made it to yeah. the point where oh. like he, they, he was going to have to have a closed casket, but his mom was like, no, I want everybody to see what they did to him. You know, you know what's fucked up is, um, you know, they, if you go to if you learn about black history and stuff like that they act like Rosa Parks was like she's the one who kicked off the civil rights era oh cuz she didn't want to give she didn't want to nope. give up her seat on a bus they, nobody she talks was about the Emmett first Till. bitch who did it the first bitch who refused to stand up was pregnant and she was a single mother and they felt like it would be a bad look so they didn't use her look right. it up right. she's not the first yeah. one who why well, yeah no but like Emmett Till like no if any, I think it was one of your videos where you talked about that's really what started. Yeah, I'm the one who said that. that there that's you go. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, history doesn't want to talk about Emmett Till because it makes women look bad. So, it just, well, and she admitted it. She yeah. admitted it later on. On like, of like sixty years later, she admitted yeah. she lied. Once, once there's no consequences, right? Then, then, then they'll admit it. They'll admit it. Right. Like, but, but think about it. There are no consequences now for a woman saying he raped me and he didn't. Right. Well, I mean, there's no consequences. Like, there's so it, con it it makes sense for her to tell that lie on you. Right, it right. makes sense for her to try to hurt you because she knows there's no laws that will stop her. Like uh, Lil Kim was sent to jail for um, lying at a trial when, of course, the trial was for men. Right. If you look Urgent. at it, every, yeah, every day, Nancy Grace says some man was killed over in the military. We don't even bat an eye. But motherfuckers have spent over a month talking about a chick who was in a freezer. Yep. Yeah. No, because that's, that's kind of centrism. Do a case about a man being killed. Think about Chicago. Men are killed 10 a day in Chicago. There right. is nothing like this. A bitch locks up, goes to a freezer high as fuck, and everybody's supposed to feel sorry. Right. Yeah. It's her own damn fault. Well, it's like, it's like I, was at, uh, I was talking to TFM earlier today, too. It's like that whole Chris Brown thing with Rihanna. You know, he finally told his side of the story, and it turns out. That the only reason that he gave her five across the face was because she had she was attacking him. Yeah. 
and you know finally she squeezed his nuts and he's like okay yeah you're you're getting you're getting some uh, hand to brain <laughs> i'm going to remind you how sexual dimorphism works now <laughs> right right equal rights and lefts we're going to have a, bio- a biology lesson ah, i you see know. you using my line <laughs> they get mad when I say that. I say if a woman deserve wants equal rights, she des- if a woman who wants equal life, rights deserves equal less. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we, we talk about we talk about that a lot. Yeah. yeah, but it's true though. It's true. You know, and you know, I mean, that's the thing. Think about it this way: if I cheat on my woman, she's welcome to slap me in public, and everybody say I deserved it. If right. she cheats on me and I slap her in public, they're gonna take me to jail and nobody. Right. Oh no, it's even worse than it's, it's even yeah, worse than it's that. It's worse than if that. If you if you if you follow her to go and find out who is she's fucking so that you can prove because you know guys need logic, reason, and facts, and so they want to prove that their woman is cheating before they pass judgment on her, right? They're trying to be fair. If you follow her around to try to find evidence, you're stalking and you're a domestic violence perp and you can go to prison for that. God. Yep. And we as men still sit around and believe that wow. women are the fair sex when we know for a fact that women are up here poisoning their husbands. You know how many men went to the grave and nobody even knows right. that it's because the wife wanted his in. You know how many stories we've done? There's one woman, uh, Turner, in Georgia. She killed not one but two husbands by giving them um, antifreeze. To get the right. insurance money. You right. know how many women have suffocated their husbands or put, put something in their food. But we believe that women are the fair sex. You know how many women have drowned. Think about how many stories. Uh, the woman in Florida, not Florida, but uh, Texas, uh, who drowned all five of her kids. And yet people right. are mad at the man saying he should have known right. she was suffering postpartum. He shouldn't have kept getting her yeah, pregnant. He, he should have. Right. No, it's, it's, it's blame the nearest man. Women are never responsible. Um, now, look at Cheryl Sandberg. Now, now, the reason why men don't rise up is because they have a "it won't happen to me" approach. Again, men view other men as threats and competition. When they see something happening to another man, they're not thinking that could happen to me. They're thinking, "Well, he's not me. That's one less person I have to compete with." It's just, it's, it's just part of it's it's male dominance instinct. Uh, men just do not empathize with other men. In fact, you see this even within the red, the so-called red pill community. Whenever a man gets divorced, raped, or has his life destroyed by a woman, the the, the go-to answer is, "Well, you should have picked a better woman." It's not yep. that the not that the system is fucked, not that he did nothing wrong and he's he's having his life destroyed unjustly. He picked the wrong woman. So you're supposed to you're supposed to see into the future. You're supposed to read her mind. You're supposed to know if she's lying to you or if she's you know got bipolar disorder or something like that, so that you don't fall in love with the wrong woman. Um, and you're supposed to know. And then if, if if she decides to fuck you, then it's your fault because you picked the wrong woman. It's not the woman's fault. You know you can't expect anything from a woman, but we give them equal rights for some fucking reason, and we pretend they're equal to men, even though we you know we treat them like kids and give them the responsibility of kids. But, you know, I just I just want consistency is all. That's all. Mm-hmm. That case you were talking about, what case was that? You Somebody somebody brought up a case, and then I, I didn't hear them. They said the Cheryl something-something case. Oh, Cheryl Sandberg. She's the COO of Facebook. Her husband conveniently died. On, he had, like, an accident. And all of a sudden, she, like, inherited all his money. She's the, she's a chief operating officer of Facebook. It's a Scooby-Doo like, mystery. He, yeah, it's a Scooby-Doo mystery. And it, it, you could tell, like, either she paid somebody to kill his ass. The guy was super fit. And, like, he died of, like, some, you know, medical accident or some shit like that. Like, I don't know, like, on his treadmill or something dumb. It's like you the know? guy who had evidence against Hillary Clinton that was shot, like, 13 right. times the next day. 
Yeah, committed suicide. Yeah, commit suicide. Shot himself <laughs> in the back thirteen times. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the, the cops sprinkled crack on him. Right. <laughs> like it's it, it, the the cases are crazy. That case, another case in Texas, woman kills her husband, who is a, a pastor. Yep. When she goes to court, she claims he was abusive. You notice how women can go to court and the first thing they say, no matter what it is, whatever they did to you was your fault. You deserved it. And they all say he was abusive. Well, in this case, he was a pastor. His uh, congregation said he didn't even raise his voice. But the kicker was his own two children, their own children who lived in the house with him, said he never raised his voice, much less put his hands on the mom. Do you know they still let her go? Oh, yeah. Well, because a a, a woman's word is all they don't need any evidence. The woman's word is all the evidence they need. So right, there, yeah. there's a there's a lady that I that I talk about in my book. Um, she's a she's a uh, she was a domestic violence advocate, and she she worked for a domestic violence task force when she was like the manager. This guy and this woman were they were divorced, and he went to go pick his children up from school for visitation because it was his visitation day. Well, she was forum shopping, and she was running around trying to get a restraining order against him so he couldn't pick up his kids. Well, she went to the judge. The first judge said, no, you fuck off. So she went and found another judge and and forum shopped until she found a judge to sign the order. She goes to the school to tell the school not to give him the kid, but he'd already picked the kid up for his visitation based on his court order. So they chase him in their car. The domestic violence advocate is driving, and the the mom is in the passenger seat. They get to his house. He's got his sister with him. They get to the house. He tells the sister to bring the girl, the kid into the house. The kid goes to get in the house. The domestic violence advocate jumps out of the driver's side door, rushes over to him, shoots him in the chest. And then when he falls, she stands over him and pumps two more into him to make sure he's dead. When the cops showed up, she said that he attacked her and she was defending herself. The only reason that they charged her with murder is because there were neighbors who witnessed the actual attack. And on top of that, apparently a couple of years earlier, this domestic violence advocate was out being a hoe in downtown Seattle. And some dude asked her if she needed help because she was outside drunk. And she pulled out a revolver and emptied it into him and almost killed him. And he was trying to fight for his life. And, like, this was not a guy who was violent. And, I mean, this is a situation where she never got charged. He never got charged. But he ended up having to pay his own medical bills because – and he was lucky because, he like, she tried to kill him. So this woman had a history of violence. They interviewed her. They found out that apparently all the people at the domestic violence place were afraid of her. They all said she had anger management problems. She shouldn't have been there to begin with. And when the when they finally came time to prosecute her, instead of prosecuting her for first-degree murder, they prosecuted her for second-degree murder, and then they hit her with the kids' gloves when it came time for sentencing. But here's the thing. Throughout that whole scenario, right, the whole scenario, the ex-wife never got charged. What? The ex-wife never got charged. She never got charged. She was not an accomplice. She was not nothing. She never got charged. And she was the one who created the situation. Well, it's like these women who um, they sick men on. They they say, "Oh, this guy raped me," and they get these white knights to go assault and murder these men. And then when the cops show up, they just arrest the men. They don't arrest the right. woman that actually um, sick them on the like actually caused the incident. 
Well, then see, that's the problem. Think about what happened to the guy who um, used to be on this show called Steve Harvey Show. You can look him up. He was shot and killed because the girl who he was with got mad at him and went and told her friends that he raped her. He was mm-hmm. just sitting in his car. Right. They shot him and his friend who was sitting in the car with him. The friend survived, but he died. Come to find out the girl lied. The two men who killed the man got life in jail. You know how long this bitch got? Not a Nothing. day. No, no, no. She got jail. Oh, did she? Oh, wow. They Six called, months. That's what I was about to tell them. They called her a juvenile. They gave her a year in jail. And the rest of it was spent uh, until she was 21 on like a, uh, with a monitor. And then she got off. But Jesus. the man would have been killed if she hadn't told them that he did it. Right. But we as men aren't crying foul. That's why I said, like when, when you said, well, the women and the men hold equal responsibility. No, 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 I don't think so. I think these men do because the women would not have any of this power if we didn't give it to them. That's like saying the person who gave the gun to the kid has equal responsibility as the kid does to shoot. But you know that's a damn kid. You know that's an idiot. Once you realize it's an idiot and you keep on giving them a gun, it's all your fault now. We've realized that women are idiots. So the men who stand up and fight for them, the dudes who went out and killed those other dudes, all of that shit, know what that is? That's us empowering the idiot by giving the idiot the gun. Us men, men like me who fuck women raw, right? we're giving power. Because so, when they come up with a baby, they're going to use it against you. So let me, let me float an idea by you and let me see if you agree. Do you think maybe women shouldn't have been given the right to vote? There is a woman who called and she in my show and she okay. said it was funny. She said one of the worst things. That, and I never thought until she said it. She said giving women the right to vote. She says, as a matter of fact, the people who gave the women the right to vote knew that women were easier to manipulate to vote a certain way than men are. That's why they fought so hard to get them the right to vote. And you know who did that? The same fucking liberals who are fighting hard to let criminals get the right to vote and let illegals get the right to vote. The same right. people know these are the easiest people to manipulate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The progressives, because they we've, you know, we've been talking about this for yeah. a while. We, we think that I, I women feel, shouldn't have the right to vote. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm a pretty strong advocate of the, um, the tying rights to responsibility. And because women, they don't have the responsibilities of an adult, so they shouldn't have the rights of an adult. And I agree. Just so <laughs> you know, boom, fucking Just red pill. So you know. Oh, we're opening this. We're we're we're, we're recording this video. You're gonna there be Mister Controversy again. Oh, there you shit. go. Yeah, no, I've, 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 <laughs> you can't get me. You can fuck people who have a problem with me telling the damn truth. It may not sound pretty to you, but that's the problem. If you have right. more men raised by men than you have these men raised by women, because they're doing this on purpose. They start off with black people. Black people are the canary in the coal mine. Yep. First thing they did was they removed the father out of the black homes. See what it would do. They right. realized how it destroyed the black home. Guess what's happening to white homes now? The same thing. Yeah. Same well, thing. Yeah, I've made the point that the the illegitimacy rate among whites is now higher than it was among blacks before the welfare expansion in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we Tom, just, you, sound, you sound MGTOW. Yeah, no, like, I, 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 the, the whole saying I didn't know what it meant, but MGTOW people found me because they saw I was how I was hard on hoes. Like I was like they they they're full of shit. Like I like fucking them, but other than that, I even told a woman the woman I was interviewing tonight. I said 
I like fucking women. And then when we were done interviewing, she was like, you know, trying to just hang around still. I was like, man, we're not fucking you leaving. There right. you go. <laughs> yeah, unless no, you're going to keep my dick moisturized, you need to get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> like, right. I don't like women like that. And, and women get mad when I say that. I'm like, having a conversation that you and I are having is very difficult to have the conversation, this conversation with women. Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible. Unless you and, and now, now, the only time that I have been able to have this conversation with women is right before I'm going to fuck them. Yes. Because because they'll, women are chameleons, so they'll do whatever they need to do to get where they need to go, and they think that they're going to fuck you. And then, then when I'm done fucking them and I let them know that I've had a vasectomy, they get all pissed. <laughs> right there. Well, no, I've actually – I had a podcast once where I had a female – Come on my podcast. We had a conversation similar to what we're having now. I convinced her that women shouldn't have the right to vote. She agreed with me. And then when I posted that segment onto YouTube, she walked everything back. She issued a video clarifying her opinions, basically like denied everything I did, everything I said. They like she I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she thought. She where she she didn't think I was recording or something. I don't know. But yeah, even when you get a woman to agree with you, she's just going to take it back the next day because women have no standards. They just do whatever's in their best interest at the time. So they'll agree with you when they want something from you. And then as soon as they get what they want, they just conveniently forget that they agreed with you at all. Or they'll accuse you of manipulating them with your thick cock or something like that. Yeah. And and I just really want us to put men in position to understand that we're doing a lot of this to ourselves. Right. Well, the only women way, if, if we don't power. if we don't red pill men, because men are the key. We don't need women's permission or consent to solve this problem because they're not the ones who are enforcing the problem. It's men. If we red pill men, we can solve this problem. And if we don't, then it's men who are going to suffer. Women are going to be fine. Even, even like, because right now the West is dying because of gynocentrism. And if the West falls... Women are going to be fine. They're going to land on their back. They're going to spread their legs for whoever comes in to conquer, and they're going to be okay. It's the men who are going to be taken out back and shot. Just like these male feminists are learning that they're getting the bullet. Being a male feminist does not protect you from this bullshit. And and when, when the shit hits the fan... And the West is, you know, when when men come in from other countries that fuck your women, they're going to kill you. And you did this to yourself. You could have stopped this, but you were so fucking thirsty that you you thought you would get your pee-pee touched if you told these feminists that they were special and and gave them what they wanted. But you, you, you are going to suffer the worst of all. So I'm trying to save your life. I'm trying to save the society where, you know, yeah, women are going to lose their rights regardless, because if society collapses, everybody loses their rights. There's no scenario where women keep their rights. But we can create a functional society with rights and responsibilities joined together, and we can create a society where women are at least protected. They're not becoming the war brides and rape slaves of other cultures. But you got to be part of the solution and stop being a male feminist cuck, because otherwise you're going to die. Your women are going to lose their rights anyway. And, and they'll curse your name, just like these, these male feminists that they're throwing under the bus for attention. They're going to do that shit to you. They won't, they won't mourn you when you're dead. They'll laugh at you. While they're fucking, fucking Habib and his brother Ishmael, they're going to be laughing about what a fucking cuck you were and how glad they are that you're dead. Yep. And the thing about it is, is these tradcon women don't understand that too, because I'll tell you what, these tradcon women, they're, they're talking shit about their husbands while they're fucking guys behind their back. Yep. DDJ knows. I do. And you, and you know what? Stories. Yeah. What What's sad about that is, you guys were talking about the conquerors. The women will sleep with whoever the conqueror is. Yep. Right. Why don't the? You know what really makes these 
cucks and white knights and simps upset at me because they say, well, he talks shit about women and I keep seeing him with very attractive women. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's the fucking weirdest shit. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost like, like women, women like that shit. It's almost like <laughs> women are into fucking... Yeah, women like the bad boy. You know what? Yeah. And the thing is, women love a man who knows how to put him in their place. Because um, yeah. th- we, we have this... I don't know if... You, you know what hypergamy is? Have you heard that term? Or do you need know, a brief explanation? You can give the audience to it because when okay. I put it up, a lot of them may have never heard it. Okay. So hypergamy is an instinct that women have. It's it's the companion instinct to male dominance. Men fight and compete for resources that women choose the man with the most resources to mate with. You see this in animals. It's basic biological uh, reproductive uh uh, reproductive strategy. So part of that is women are always trying to marry up. They're trying to date up. They're trying to find a better man than they currently have. They're at least going to test the waters. If, even if they're with a good man, they're going to see if they can find a better man. That's what hypergamy is. They may mm-hmm. not. They may not leave the good man if they can't find a better man, but they're going to at least look. Now, w- um, let me ask you a quick question. Do you kiss the ass of people who are above you or beneath you? Above you, not beneath you. Right. So when you're nice to a woman, you're communicating that she's above you. So when when women see a man kissing their ass and treating them like a princess, you're communicating that she's above you. And because women are always looking for a better deal, she's going to start looking for a replacement for you. If you treat her like shit, I mean, I'm not saying like hit her or anything, but make her think you might. She's going to think that like, oh shit, this guy's better than me. And that's going to tickle her pergamy, make her pussy extra wet. Mm-hmm. And that's... It's yeah, why do you think women women compete with each other? That's why I was saying earlier, women are very competitive. You want to get a bunch of women at the club to fuck you? Go to that club one week with a very beautiful woman. It could just be your model friend. <laughs> there's right? actually, there's actually the a trick. You can hire an escort just to come to the club with you and, and just fawn on you for a half hour and then leave, pay her like 100 bucks. She didn't have to touch your penis. Just pay like an attractive escort to just hang out with you at a club. And real... Real women will actually think there's something about, oh, shit, look at how hot that girl is. He must be like something. And they'll fuck you. And you spend like $100 to have an escort just pretend to like you for a half hour. And then all these women want to fucking have a threesome with you. And the women that don't fuck you will give you their numbers to fuck you later. Right. Yes, it's, that's exactly it, right. Women women are not mysterious. They're just children. If you just right. understand women are children, they're extremely easy to understand. The, the reason why men think women are mysterious is they project onto women male attributes because women don't act like men. So they, they seem mysterious, but they're really not. So, oh You know wow. what's funny? Um, it, we're like brothers from another mother because I've always said my, my response to women, I've always said they're big ass kids. There you yep. go. Well, and I always say that every woman's a hoe if you catch her on the right day. Yes. Like women, I, women are just stupid people. I had a woman yeah. tell me, um, "Yes, well, I'm not into. Ma- I'm should, not into we should, one. We should form like a band or something. I'm feeling like this yes. vibe. <laughs> there you go. I would call our band w- a chip. A chip of Mexican and a black guy walk into a bar. <laughs> WSP. Women are stupid the, people. The true diversity. Right. The true diversity. Yeah, we're embracing diversity. I will call it. <laughs> W A S P wasp. Women are stupid. Women are stupid people. I like it. I like it. (laughs) But you're assuming they're people. That's the problem. (laughs) Oh damn. Well, and, and and that's the sad part about it. You'll see, like a lot of these people who will understand that women aren't very, like they're not very good people. And if they did not have a vagina, people wouldn't fuck with them like that. And if you took the power of the vagina away from them. 
then they would have an issue. That would be their problem. Uh, be right back, guys. All right. You know, life. We've been streaming. How long has he been here? I was. Just, this has been. This uh, been very well, you and I have been on the stream for three hours. He's probably been here for almost two. That's pretty. Hour good. and a half at least. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. We, we salvaged it. We, it was touch and go for a while. Well, that's okay. You know, life happens while we make other plans. But you know, as men, we solve the problem. There we go. No, this is a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, an awesome conversation. As a as a matter of fact, um, it's very difficult to find people like this to discuss. Because notice, most of the things that we say, these types of things too, yeah. you can say them at a barber shop. Right. Well, there's Just no there's no male spaces anymore. That's what I was about to say. God, I'm telling y'all, we like came from the same mark. Because I was going to say, I went to my barber shop in Atlanta a few months ago. Guess what they had in the back of the barber shop? I don't know. Maybe a sign. I don't know. Just beauty shot so now the place where we used to sit around talking and getting shit off of our chest we can't do that anymore so of course i'm speaking like i speak now to the guys right but the same guys who used to amen everything i said guess what they were doing now talking shit shushing you because you're gonna get us in trouble with the boss yep the boss is here the teacher the real teacher's back the substitute teacher has left so and, and that's how they were treated. And I was like, oh my God. And then the women kept saying, How can you say this? Right. Like, but you're not telling me what I said was wrong. You're just right. telling me I shouldn't say it. It hurts and your feelings. Me. Yes, that's how women are defeating men. They're not they're never telling you what you said is wrong. They're telling you it shouldn't be said. Right. Right. Well that's when you just look at Well, you know, the thing about it too them. is women women will talk shit to you right so like you'll be you'll you'll like spread some red pill truth to them they'll talk shit to you they'll follow you out to your car and talk shit to you and then let you fuck them in the back of the car and then they'll talk shit while they leave yeah <laughs> it's, it's like whatever come on now they're really? like yeah i made him come that's right i showed him he comes right. all yes. up in my pussy most of the chicks who hate me yeah, they get mm-hmm. a chance to fuck me they do it it's oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not women i fuck because they hated me it's so stupid. Oh yeah, it's so stupid. Next yeah, thing, it makes hey, no sense. It is a thing. If you try to understand it from a male perspective, it makes no sense. But if you just let go, if you understand women aren't men, they don't think like men, and they're just basically children, you can so, honestly understand them very easily. So, so I got a story to tell you, Tommy. So, uh-huh. so my my second ex-wife, um, she was about to hit the wall. You know, she I mean, she was pretty cute. And, you know, we were together. I fucked the shit out of her. Well, she decided she was going to monkey branch to some other rich dude. And, um, you know, because we live in a pretty good neighborhood. But she found this, like, super rich dude at her job. So she was going to fuck around with this rich dude. So she should, we decided we are going to separate and get divorced. Well, he wouldn't let her. The day, the day we separated, I put on my social media that I was, I was single now. And we had mutual friends. She had been telling this dude that she, that she was dating that, she, that we had already separated. So when he found out the truth, he was all pissed off. So she didn't have really a place to stay. She didn't have like a stable home or anything like that. So, but she was still like trying to see other people and still trying to monkey branch. But because I have a rule that you never take them back once you separate them, she knew she couldn't come back. So I just said, you know what? I'll tell you what. Here's what I'll do. I said, you know, you're trying to wait for your your little apartment to come through. Why don't you come back and stay stay with me for five days or whatever? You can stay there, and 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 we'll just go from there. And she's like, all right, I'll go ahead and do it. We fucked every day for five days. And the reason I fucked her every day for five days is because I knew that I could salt the earth around any other dude that she was fucking with. 
because you know it would just it would just fuck with them, you know, because then they'd have to come in after me. So, yeah, we fucked every day for five days, and then when she finally did leave, she was like, she's like, I don't understand why you fucked me like that. I said, well, shit, if you're a hoe, I'm gonna treat you like a hoe. Ooh, there you go. Well, it's funny. I was having a discussion with a young lady. I'm very honest with people and upfront. I will let you do stupid shit for but so long, then I'm just gonna stop. Right now. I was trying to see the young lady, and the young lady was like, "Well, I would." She already said, "Well, I'm gonna come see you." And then she changed my mind. Nah, I can't come. And I was like, "Why not?" And she said, "Well, I don't have no money to get there, and I don't want you talking shit about me like you talk about the other bitches." And that was the language. And I looked and I said, "The fuck kind of shit is this to say to somebody you like?" And I said, "But I don't mind bringing you here." And I didn't hear anything else from her. I said, "I really want to see you." Didn't hear another word. Yep. The next day, same thing said something to me then went hours and never spoke back to me the next day she hits me up and i told her i'm gonna be working but i'll hit you up when i'm done she texts me and i guess i didn't respond to her quick enough in a few minutes never mind it's whatever and i was like motherfucker for two days you ain't responded to me at all now the shit is irritating but niggas let hoes do this shit and what they don't realize is eventually what you will start doing is saying okay well i'll just fuck you and treat you like everybody else because you're you're being an ass and i know you're fucking right. other people that's fine but don't mistreat me while you're doing it and then expect right. something different from me in the same damn spot because while you out with other motherfuckers and ignoring me the time when you had a problem with me guess what i was doing actually working but you're gonna treat me like shit when I'm actually working but I ain't supposed to say shit about them hours in which you never responded to me right that's what women do they will treat you like crap but if you do the exact same thing they do they get pissed well are you they familiar, are you familiar with a fucking night and tell you hey I was I, we got drunk and I was just with my friends just no big deal you go out with your male friends do that same fucking shit and see what'll happen and you'll right. tell her you just did it last week oh so you're just gonna be petty then Right, right. It's like they don't even ever take responsibility. They always deflect, and it's never about any kind of accountability. Like me, I would never tell a woman. I know if, if you called me the night before, and you were texting me, and I didn't text you until the next day, how the fuck would it even look if I hopped up the next day and you text me and you didn't say nothing fast enough? I got upset with you. Like a man, that, that's a dumb shit. It, it's not fair. But there's things about women, they're not going to be fair with you. They're just not going to be fair because right. the funny part is I was sitting there thinking, I said, OK, the person said they don't want to take my money to come see me when I want them to see me. Cool. Guess what I'm going to do when they actually need money and they ask me for it? You know what I'm going to bring up? <laughs> How they turned you down. How dry yeah, you don't want my oh, money. Remember? So you don't never want. Now, if you won't take my money when I want to see you, why the fuck would I give you money for oh. something else? I was going to say my dick's really dry right now. But a man would never do that to a woman If a woman said I really want to see you tonight man, If y'all were supposed to be together I really want right. to see you tonight And you were like well I don't have no gas money And she said well I'll give you gas money What do you think a woman would do if you were like nah She probably wouldn't Oh they get pissed off Yeah she wouldn't yeah, She'd she swear you fucking somebody And then if she was texting you like but I really want to see you And then you just didn't respond to her at all till the next day Oh yeah you're, you're definitely fucking someone Right Yes You'll be a fool to think that person ain't fucking someone to tell you, oh, I don't have the money and I ain't going to talk to you the rest of the night. Right. Well, I've always been of the opinion that if they ain't fucking you, they're always fucking somebody else because they're always fucking. 
Well, that's what we're as human beings. That's what we're always. And I and I, and the good thing about me, like most women will tell you, dating me is fun because I don't hold you to certain standards. I don't ask you what you're doing. I don't go into your shit. I don't pop up at your house. I'm lit. I don't call you all the time. I don't text you all the time. I don't require anything from you. And when I'm with you, I take care of you. Like if I'm with a woman, if we go eat, I do it. I, I'm that kind of person. And then to know that women who are being treated that way, like you said, well, it's somebody else that's doing it to form too. Somebody else is paying their bills. Somebody else is trying to fuck them. And they're usually letting that person in. But yep. I don't bother them about that shit. So to have them come around and bother me about shit, there better not be no other hoes around you. They better, you better not be cold with your friend. <laughs> but then I get to see you every fucking blue moon. Right. Why would the fuck would I not have on nobody around me when you still got the niggas who tried to who used to fuck you and trying to fuck you still around you? How does that right. even make sense? And right. all you yeah. bring to the table is either youth or beauty. And I bring every fucking thing else to the table. I bring the table. I own the table. Yeah. Right. It's like I, I you know what? No bitch I'm fucking right now could pay my water bill this month. Man. They yeah, what'd you do? Get him at the halfway house? What the fuck? I know. Where are you? No, you picking him up the unemployment <laughs> line? <laughs> Put up my water bill on Instagram one month. You see how many women was like, what the fuck? My water bill last month was 900 bucks. Right. My electric bill was 2,200 bucks. I can't get a bitch to pay something small in my house and get these bitches try to make demands on me while being out with other niggas or doing other shit that I don't know what they're doing. Right. And I don't question what you're doing. But that's what this hypergamy is with, like, what you're talking about with dudes. Right. They'll fuck. What you'll do is introduce a woman to some shit she hasn't seen. Then when they get close to you, they'll meet other men who are in your stat stratosphere, but some may be above. Right. If they want that guy's life, they'll fuck that guy and walk away from you like you said your girl did. Right. Yeah. They well, here's a, it, 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 here's a funny part. The best part about that whole that whole story was, is it because I was fucking her, she was too raw to fuck the other dude. <laughs> but so, there was an excuse, and he's supposed to eat it up. When she right. went there, she probably told well, him, he, uh, is, is sex all you want from me? So she'll make him feel bad when she was the one out there fucking. Women right. do that to us all the time. Oh, yeah. They make yeah. us feel bad when they're the ones in the wrong. Right. And so what was funny is, is that I was actually bragging to all her friends that I was still fucking her. And I was already dating some other chick after we had separated. And it was fucking hilarious because her friends, because, you know, they can't keep their fucking mouth shut. They told him and he dropped her. Wow. So, yeah, he dropped her. Now, I had already gotten her to sign herself off the house. I already got herself to sign to sign custody of the kids over to me. So by the nice. time we get to court. Oh, and then on top of that, uh, she had this dude buy her a new wardrobe worth of clothes. And I donated 85% of everything she owned to Goodwill and all her jewelry I gave to women I fucked. Damn. So so she goes to the court and I make sure everybody knows this. So she goes to the court and she tells the court all this. Well, I had, I had saved up enough. So she, I was like, well, no, she can come over and get her shit. So she comes over and gets what's, whatever's left. And then the court's like, well, she didn't have anything. I said, well, what is it she's missing? So they made a big list. I said, yeah, I don't know what, what that's all about. Maybe she must have taken it the first time she left. And they were hella pissed. They were like, well, she should have access to the family home. I said, what are you talking about family home? She signed herself off of it. I got the paperwork right here. What, what, what are you talking about? You're on a family home. I, I don't understand. She gave it up. It's cold, bro. I got to well, give you yeah, I gotta give never, never feel bad for a bitch because a bitch will never no. feel bad for you. No, and I'll tell you, you, you yeah, and, and I, you know, I understand. I, I learned the hard way, you know, and, and I, I probably shouldn't have gotten married the second time, but 
you know, it, I was young. And, but I learned the hard way on this second one. But I realized, you know, once you, you have to go hard on them. And, and you have to be like, hey, here's, here's what's up. And you know that you're right though. You're absolutely right. They will monkey branch to somebody who who is there and you know, there it is. So I always say, look, if if you're not signing my paycheck, if you're not giving me a grade and you're not sucking my dick, your opinion doesn't matter. That's the thing that a lot of guys gotta realize. Why care about the opinion of someone who if you were in trouble or whatever, you can't depend on them. Right. If I get kicked out of my house and motherfuckers don't even have a place barely for themselves, they're not going to let me come stay with them. If I lose my cars, well, they don't have no car. They're not going to let me drive their car. So why the fuck would their opinion even matter? Like, I'm a dick to a certain extent because I say, if you don't bring me shit, bitch, I'm not going to listen to your argument. Right. You can get mad at them broke niggas and young niggas. Get mad and argue with them. Not going to sit and keep arguing with me when literally there's nothing. The only thing that most women can provide me that I can't provide myself is I haven't figured out how to bend over and suck my own dick and I don't have a vagina to fuck myself. So that's all you can do. And you even know, when I'm, let me say something. You can get a sex robot <laughs> or a sex doll for like a fraction of the price of a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just, I, 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 know, I know a this, guy. It's gonna be in trouble when I figure I'll, out how to suck my I'll, old dick. I'll hook you up. Right. I know be a guy. Trouble. Well, you know, when you get a fully functional sex robot, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, you're 30, you're too old. Right. Bots over thoughts. <laughs> right. I like that. Yeah. And your sex bot's gonna kick your thought out of the house. Yep. The sex box want to fuck when you want to fuck it. Don't talk shit. It's not stupid. Most women talk about stupid. You ever just realize how dumb women are? You just yep. I, I, I've like, heard a dumbass bitch. Like you're talking about <laughs> stupid shit. If I wasn't trying to fuck you, I would punch you in the fucking face right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on dates and you sitting there thinking, if I wasn't trying to fuck you, I would punch you. You're stupid. <laughs> I've been out with chicks that it was so bad that how stupid stupid she was outweighed outweighed my want to fuck this person and i just threw my hands up right wow you're that stupid like i can't believe you're saying the shit you're saying ever hear them talk about their ex the, the dude they used to date uh, he's always an abuser and he's always a liar and he's always a cheater yep yeah when's the last anybody who's watching y'all guys out there in the audience have you ever heard a woman tell you oh i'm single because i'm kind of a hoe <laughs> I just I can't stop sucking dicks. He walked in sucking dick. These dicks right. just fall in my mouth every time everywhere right. I go. I open my mouth. It's like like a mosquito flies in your mouth sometimes when you're driving your car. It's like dicks just find their way in my mouth. I can't help it. Right. right. She's like the pookie of dicks. They just keep. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like it's like those bug lights, those bug zapper lights you put on your porch. Except it's her mouth and like dicks just fly into it. I like that. The pookie of dicks. <laughs> and so you you sit back and you say as men women have no responsibility at all whenever a woman kills her kid what's the first question they're asking who's the nearest oh, how, man we can blame right right mental health problems when a woman kills her kid they even ask well she must have been suffering for something they automatically try to find why when a man kills his wife do they ever ask why right with yeah, a man well, they, yeah, they, they act like yeah. fucking ass whoopings fall out of the fucking sky. Right. right. Most women who get... Listen, that's why I'll never fight a man for a woman. If you tell me some random man whooped your ass, I'm going to ask you, what did you do, bitch? Because yeah. a man that hits a woman, he probably was provoked. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, but literally women talk to men like they ain't, they ain't shit because they know. Women treat men like we treat uh, lions in the zoo. 
we know the lines behind the cage. So what do we do? Make faces at it, throw shit at it. Yep. Yep. Then fuck around and the cage door ain't locked. And that motherfucker. <laughs> you mean like, remember me, motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what normal. That's what usually happens with men, right? What right. they do is they just get tired of you constantly fucking with them. And then you meet the tiger. Right. Exactly. I'll give you guys the last one. Then I'm going to have to go ahead and go. I got a dinner. All to go right. Ahead. Oh, man. Okay. I, 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 I appreciate your time. Day. I've been working all day. Uh, no, you're a machine. I, I got hella respect for you. <laughs> I wish I had your work ethic. Here I am just playing this fucking video game this entire time. Hey, it still take work to do that. I know. But, I'm mad. Well, I'll tell you what, Tommy. We, we, we definitely should make this a thing. <laughs> a weekly thing, dude. I think that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I would not be I upset would. about that at all. No. Yeah, we would change minds and piss people off. That's, well, that's the point. I mean, you know, Tim and I, we, we, we try to educate men, and we get we, we get guys from all ages who come here. And you know, it's interesting. We get guys from, like, uh, all over the world. You know, we get Eastern Bloc guys, guys from Argentina and South America, uh, you know, guys from Asia. And it's interesting because the more we talk, the more people show up. And I think that if the three of us sat down and we had, like, a little thing where we were doing it, I mean, we could hit a lot of people and wake up a lot of guys and, uh, you know, for those people that need to get laid, we can give them a little bit of advice to help them out. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, until they're ready for the sex robot, then, you know, right. once you go bot, you never go back to thoughts. Right. <laughs> well, I tell you what, guys, I really enjoyed this, and I can't wait to do it again. It was awesome, it was fun, and I hope people learn from it. There you go. Hey, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for hanging yeah. out with us. Enjoy your dinner, man. Take care. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right. There you go. That was worth the wait, I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I guess do we have any questions, or I guess you probably weren't even got, monitoring it. No, and in fact, the one question here, Tommy's already gone. It's a question for him. Oh, oh well. sorry. Oh well. Sorry, Yucky. You know, and then, right? Well, and you know, we have the Celestina thing for like if you really have a question that you really want answered, that's the best way to get a question answered because you know if you just type in chat, I get it costs money. But yeah, we just, if we're in the middle of something, I can't answer it for shit. Right. Here's, here's a question here. Okay. Uh, TFM, do you think that Cali legalizing child prostitution is a form of state welfare? Legalizing, is, wait, legalizing child prostitution? Yeah, they did it like six months ago. What? Where? What? You didn't realize that? Yeah, so what they did is they, they made it. So so the, the goal, so so here's the thing. The, do you know how uh, prostitution rings are broken up in the United States and in most, most civilized worlds or most mm. civilized countries? I don't know. The way that they break up, the way they break up uh, prostitution rings is they will find an underage prostitute and they will threaten to throw her in prison for like fucking 10,000 years. Okay. And then she'll break. She'll give them what they need to arrest the ring. Okay. So when they legalized child prostitution, they said, well, we're, we, we don't want these women to be trafficked and we don't want their criminal record to be suffer for it. So we're going to we're going to legalize child prostitution in an effort to destigmatize these kids to, to try to reintegrate them in normal lives. Well, in doing that, they actually took the most valuable resource that law enforcement has to break up these child prostitution what rings. Is, what is wrong with California? Like, it's like... It's you dog shit, You couldn't... 
if you wanted to do everything wrong, like you would do exactly what California does. Like if they were just retarded, they would, you know, just through the law of averages, they would get some things right sometimes. Like they're, they're right. doing, they're like 180 degrees of, uh, from right on everything. Yeah. No. Anyway, shit. okay. So the question was, what was the question about child? I, so uh, what's what's your view on it? Oh yeah, you no. Know, I yeah. I, I mean, I'm pro children. Not not fucking them, but like I'm pro like children's rights. I don't think children should be abused or raped. I don't. I don't think they should be fucking trafficked as prostitutes. So yeah, that's yeah. Pedophiles, they deserve to die. I you know you, you like to fuck kids and abuse because kids kids cannot consent. They don't, you can groom them, but you, they don't consent. So if you, right. if you groom a kid to, you know, suck your dick, you're a sicko and, you know, kids won't just naturally want to suck your dick. They have no concept of sexuality when they're when they're kids. Right. So yeah, you're just a, a sick piece of shit. I don't know if that answers the question, but there you go. All right. Uh, question. TFM, you should start a consult. This is a comment. You should start a consulting practice like Aaron Clary's asshole consulting. Well, doesn't he just answer questions for money? I think so, yeah. Well, I don't... I, see, I, I prefer... I don't think that's valid. I mean, because I'm, I'm answering questions. I'm talking to people. What, I get you know, the whole, like, if you can do something well, don't do it for free. But honestly, I like you guys. I like talking to you. Um, I don't... You know, I, I'm fine. I don't need to charge you to talk to me. I don't, I'm not so full of my own shit. I think that my... The sound of my voice is worth money. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, we've been here for almost, uh, for just over three hours. I don't know how long is OBS say we've been streaming? Uh, two hours and 40 minutes. Okay. So there you go. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was, was a, just... I say, it was a good show. A lot of yeah. people said that they liked it, and the fact that Tommy actually showed up eventually was cool. He did. That was cool that he finally showed up. I was, I was yeah. not expecting him to actually show up. I, I fully expected it just to get like an email from his producer saying that like we'll have to reschedule. Which you know he's yeah. a he's a busy man. I wouldn't. I don't like. You know, I, 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 I understand. You know, he's he just got done with an interview. Um, he's just. Yeah, he's a, I see him stream for hours a day. I see, you know, yeah, I, I, guy, I look like he's a, a he's a fucking hours. machine. Like you know, you yeah. know how Angry MGTOW does those like back to back streams, right? Like imagine if Angry MGTOW was talented. That's like that's Tommy Sotomayor. Yeah, there's if love it, right there. If imagine he actually if, had, if he actually had, yeah, yeah. Imagine if he had something worth talking about and people actually wanted to listen to him. Right. Oh, and just so you guys know, um, I have decided to break down, and I'm probably going to be producing a video here and there, just FYI. It probably won't be a very high quality since I'm like a total nub, but you know. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna mentor you in the ways of the, the videos. Yeah, so it'll probably be like, you know, white noise and screaming or something, you know, something real highbrow. There you go. Yeah, no, I think I think it was a good stream, and uh, you know, you playing the video game was awesome. So, it was and it times. was a great conversation with Tommy. Yeah, I mean, literally, it was like we were like three peas in a pod. I know, right? You know, it's like usually when I meet people I have respect for, I'm very disappointed. But with Tommy, it's like, yeah, he actually lives up to the hype. He's actually like, yeah, he, I, I still like him. Because sometimes it's like I meet people that I, I follow and I talk to them. I'm like, oh. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's he's not. The hype is real. He's the legit article. 
Yeah. All right. So the yucky says DDJ liked your Grizzly MGTOW vid. Do you plan on doing something like that with other content providers? Um, yeah, I do. But I'll tell you, I, I honestly, when it comes to other MGTOW content providers, I'd prefer to co-host with them on the TFM show. I think that's a really good format. And well, yeah, I mean, because I have, I'm, I'm a fairly big channel. I'm not going to tell you how many subs right. I have, but yeah, if you have a smaller detail channel, I probably have, I probably have more than you. There's only a small handful that that I can't say that about. So yeah, just come on my channel. Then you'll get, if you have a smaller channel, you'll get exposure for your channel, and you know we can hang out. Unless you don't like, yeah, me, it's fine. I, I, I won't take it personally. Right. Well, and I think that, yeah, I mean, if, if Grizzly MGTOW came on the channel, I would love to, to, to hang out with him a little bit more, and I would probably go to his channel and do some more streaming. I know I did some streaming with uh, Lone Wolf on his gun channel, um, you know, just kind of hung out. We talked guns for a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, those types of things. Yeah. I wouldn't mind talking to MGTOW as Freedom, but he doesn't seem to return anybody's contact, so. he Someone is. told me he, he got a strike on, he got two strikes on his channel, and he had to stop producing content. I think it was uh, Mikel right. 101. So, yeah, that that fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, well, and and so I'm taking a page out of TFM's book, um, and my channel is going to be called Misandry today. Um, but I'm taking a page out of TFM's book in that when I do upload my videos, I'm going to upload them to BitChute as well as YouTube, and I'm not going to worry about YouTube's monetization. I'm just going to go with like Patreon and PayPal, and you know that kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, I just yeah I don't I don't intend on using YouTube for for money anyway. In fact, I actually based on on the subject matter of my first video, um, YouTube might actually shut my channel down right after the video. You you could use someone told me you could try to use euphemisms for certain words. Like you know yeah. how I remember I had the moose looms and the struggle right. snuggle and the violins. Yeah, yeah. The violins isn't the answer. Right. Yeah. I thought about that, but with the with the particular nature of the video that I'm producing right now or working on, um, it's it it wouldn't work. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought about it, but you know, if I take the hit, I'll take the hit. Uh, question for you, uh, TFM: Would you consider doing a video on the difference between natural rights and enumerated rights, and what rights women should be extended? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I could answer that right now. Um, so. Really, there's there's no such thing as there's no objective rights. Like there's no such thing as really natural rights. Um, I'm fine with what what are called negative rights, like the right to be left alone and unmolested by the government, like life, liberty, property, the pursuit of happiness. I'm fine with all that. I'm actually fine with women's rights up to the 1900s. The the problem really began with first wave feminism. Women can be you know like just like you can't murder and rape and traffic children. But they can't vote. You know, children have fewer rights than adults, but they still have the basic protections under the law. You can't, you know, treat... They're not property. They're human beings with, with rights. I don't want women to be property or be subhuman, but they shouldn't fucking vote because they don't have any responsibility. Women's responsibility lies somewhere between a man and a child. Very, very close to that of a child. It's barely above that of a child. And so they don't deserve the rights of men. They deserve more or less the rights that children have. Now, children have basic human rights, uh, but they don't vote. They have to listen to their parents. They keep their fucking mouth shut about shit they don't understand. It is what it is. 
And if, if that were the case, things would be fine. Now, you, you can cry about, like, oh, that's unfair. W women pay taxes. I don't give a fuck. They're not net taxpayers. I don't give a shit that they, they pay into the system but then get t five times as much back. That doesn't count. Um, illegal aliens pay taxes. Felons pay taxes. They don't get to vote either. The, the right to vote needs to be earned. And people, some people try to make it a, a racial thing. They're like, oh, what about black people? going to take away black people's right to vote? No. See, black people fought in both the Revolutionary War and the Civil War and were given the right to vote before women. They earned the right to vote. Women never earned the right to vote. They never fought, like, any, even when they went to war, in air quotes, they were in the back lines as nurses and shit like that. They, you know, what is it? Even in Israel and Canada and these co-ed militaries, 96% of frontline combat troops are men. Even in supposedly diverse co-ed militaries. Women can't hack it, and that's fine. I'm not saying women need to defy their biology and become equal to men because they're not biologically capable of it. We need to acknowledge men and women are different. Men are going to be responsible for women as a direct consequence of sexual dimorphism. It's just there's nothing men can do to escape it. Feminism can't change it. Uh, men's rights can't change it. Egalitarianism can't change it. Men are going to be responsible for women. And accepting that fact, men must have authority over women because they're responsible for them. You can't have authority over something but not be responsible for it. Or you can't have responsibility for something and not have authority over it. The, the two go together. And that's what I advocate. It's not because I hate women. It's because I understand how societal systems work and how they don't work. And I want a functional, sustainable societal system which isn't going to collapse, which is what the West mm -hmm. is doing now. Because we, we put equality above freedom and above our future and sustainability and everything like all we care about is equality and it's bullshit and it's it always leads to failure and death just look at communism or venezuela or anything you, when you put equality as your highest goal you fail all right next question um <clears throat> djtfm roger allen curry did a hit piece on migtow uh yet both him and pua mr lucario are making videos today about how this Me Too BS isn't affecting them. Do you think this Me Too BS is going to burn all PUAs? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, P PUAs, yeah. there was already a PUA. <clears throat> I brought this up to uh, my my Ross Jeffries, um, and I even brought it up to Adam Sachs. There was a PUA, you could look it up, in November of 2016. There was a PUA who was arrested for rape because the girl right the girl found his post he was bragging about how he fucked some chick in, a, in an online forum the girl found it and cried rape now of course he, they, there, it wasn't rape but because she he was embarrassing her online she cried rape he and he he was convicted so P, that's the thing PUAs and someone actually made a really good comment about in response to my conversation with Ross Jeffries the PUA was kind of like a transition between kind of the old school soft patriarchy and modern day feminism, which means it's, it's almost like an anachronism. It existed in that transitional period. It was a product of the 70s and 80s. You know, between second wave feminism, where the sexual liberation movement, and third wave slash fourth wave absolute societal destruction, that's where PUAs fit in. They're basically a product of their time. But feminism has gotten so bad that the age of the PUA is over. It's just, it's not, it's too dangerous. When women can cry rape for any or no reason, I mean, the one bitch was crying rape against the former President Bush for touching her ass in a photo op. Like, yeah, and the guy was probably wearing a diaper while he was what, sitting what in that the wheelchair. Fuck, as a PUA, how in the hell are you going to protect yourself in that environment where a woman can accuse you of sexual assault for touching her butt? 
Or when you're fucking a chick and you grab her at her tit, you are convicted of sexual assault while you're fucking her. Like you, this this world that the age of the PUA is over. It, it worked in prior waves of feminism, but this wave of feminism is just—it's done. They've killed it. They've driven a stake through the through the dynamic of men and women. You have to walk away, as All Lord right. Humongous would say, just walk away, and there will be right. an end to the horror. Right. Okay. Question: TFM and DDJ, what do you think about the possible shutdown of MGTOW 101 and MGTOW is freedom? Yeah, it's you know I told MGTOW 101 he should have hide, he should have hit his subs a long time ago. That the problem with MGTOW 101 is now that he's the big channel with the hundred thousand plus subs, he's got the target on his back. So he's getting he, apparently a video he did about a guy living in the woods to avoid his wife was basically flagged as a community guideline strike or or adult only some fucking retarded bullshit. There's no justification for it. And, you know, Sandman has had a couple strikes on his channel. And Sandman is squeaky clean. Now, why is this happening to them, but not me? Because I hide my subs. I don't have any strike. The only strike I've ever gotten was my Celestina unboxing video because she was naked. But it was because I was unboxing her and she was naked. And, in fact, I appealed it and it was overturned. That's the only strike I've ever gotten. And I talk about some fucked up shit. You compare yeah, me to do. compare me to MGTOW 101 and Sandman. I'm clearly more extreme, and yet they're the ones getting the strikes. And it's 100 percent because they have a lot of subs and because they don't hide them. Hide your fucking subs. The other thing I would say this as well is that the days of YouTube are done, and they just don't know it yet. YouTube is is, is stillbirth, and TFM made a, a a really great decision when he started uploading his. Uh, videos to bit shoot as well as YouTube at the same time, and I plan on doing the same thing. Um, I know somebody asked about time frame on my channel, probably fourteen days or less. But um, the cool thing about bit shoot is it's automatic. You don't have to right. re-upload anything. You just link your channel; it automatically mirrors your videos. Right, and I think that's awesome. So if 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 my channel gets shut down or if TFM's channel gets shut down, everything will automatically stay on bit shoot. So you'll you'll still have that content there. Celestina, how, why you gotta why you gotta play a brother like that? That hurts, Celestina. That hurts. This that hurt, show needs that more, more tummy and less of yeah. your dicks. That, that cuts deep. Yeah, you she did. heard the big black dick comment. That's Damn, what it was. I know. Now she's she's gunning for Tommy's dick. She's like, I'm I'm right. tired of your tiny chimp dick. Right, Almost robot hypergamy. That yeah, robo hypergamy is a thing. Right. So, yeah, so, I mean, I think that, that, you know, being able to diversify on multiple platforms, I think, is important. I also think it's important for for content creators to find income streams that are not associated with uh, YouTube's ad revenue. Because I think that, that, again, those days are over. And it's like what TFM says, you know, when you guys, you see that the demand will create the supply. You see this right now with a lot of different platforms. And I don't think any other platform is where YouTube is yet. But I'll tell you what. But you're going to want to watch the Gab AI lawsuit against YouTube because Gab's already said that they're about to settle the lawsuit because they know that they're about to fuck Google and Google doesn't want to have that on the record. So if content creators don't get together and deal with it, it's it's going to continue to get worse regardless. Um, but what's interesting and, and, and look forward to it, and I'm not going to give a spoiler alert, I'm actually um, my first video is going to be addressing a lot of these subjects. So just FYI. There you go. Um, Next question. TFM, would you consider a debate against TJ Kirk if he wasn't so conceited with himself to make the time? 
I don't know who is TJ Kirk. I don't. I don't know. Yes. Next question. I guess. Yeah, there you go. I don't give a shit. No. There you go. <laughs> Next question. If anything, MGTOW love women for what they really are. Isn't that what they say they want? Right. I did a video called MGTOW love women because MGTOW understand women. Here's the thing. Women aren't evil. There's nothing wrong with women. Um, hypergamy has always existed in humanity. Men used to manage hypergamy using patriarchy. And, you know, here's the thing. When you, if you ever go to a friend's house who has kids and the kids are just out of fucking control and it's a nightmare and you just want to fucking leave because the kids are just, you know, they're jumping on shit, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're throwing shit. It's a nightmare. But then you go to another friend's house who has kids and the kids are well behaved. The kids are polite. And they're fine. And or same thing with pets. You go to someone's house that they, they, they let their dogs jump on people, fucking pee on them, chew shit up. You don't want to be there. Then you go somewhere where, where people train their pets properly, and the pet the pets have discipline. It's fine. Women are the same way. Women aren't the problem. The system is the problem. If we had a patriarchal system and women knew their role and shut their mouth, everything would be fine. We don't need to get rid of women. Um, and in fact. If you understand women, women are miserable. We talked about this in the TFM 420 show earlier today. The the rate of self-harm among teenage girls is up 68% since 2011. And this whole victim narrative bullshit is causing women to like spiral into anxiety. Feminism is hurting women. Women will be much happier if men just took those rights, just freed them of the burden of their rights. And just took, because they want to be taken care of anyway. So just take care of them, but just don't let them fuck over the rest of society as a in, in, as part of the process. Just everyone's happy. Men are in charge. Women are taken care of. We're all fine. Everybody's fine. Right. Uh, TFM, uh, do you and DDJ know each other's personal info, or do you just know each other as DDJ and TFM? Just curious. Yeah. Nope. I don't know this guy. No. He's, he's just some dude I, I met while playing fucking Shadow Warrior one day. <laughs> we decided yeah. to decided to make this a thing, right? Low Wang, right? All right. I mean, cat and cats in London, so I don't. I've never met yeah. him. Okay. Question: uh, I have a hard time defending free speech when my friend mentioned bullying leading to suicide. Um, don't defend free speech. Okay. Is that your advice? Don't defend free speech. Not to not to fanatics. No, I mean here's yeah. my advice: defend free speech to people that you think you're going to make an impact on. But anybody who's a fanatic, a feminist, or a social justice warrior, you're never going to be able to defend free speech to them because these people are fanatics. They're culturally indoctrinated, so they they you know you're never going to change their mind. Yeah, and I mean the whole thing about like oh, bullying leads to suicide. Well, we're talking about cyberbullying. You know, we're not talking about, like, you know, kids used to get picked on at school all the time. They, nobody gave a shit. Now we're talking about on the internet, where you can, hit, you can hit that little X in the upper right corner, and you can make all the bad people go away. It's, you know, nobody's forcing you to go on social media and read stuff. Now, and I get death threats. I get people talking shit, telling me I'm retarded or I'm wrong or I, I'm a, cheat, a, a Cheeto-eating loser who can't get laid. I don't give a fuck. So here's the thing, like, now, if I were being bullied in real life, 
You know, if I were if I were in school and some bully was like beating me up and taking my lunch money, and I couldn't defend myself for some reason, then I would need someone to protect me from the bully because they're assaulting me and robbing me. But we're talking about just people talking shit on the internet. Quit being a fucking pussy. Fucking take that douche, clean the sand out of your vagina. Quit being a fucking pussy. And don't kill yourself because you'll probably fuck that out too. You just you'll you'll probably right. cut the wrong way. You'll just get blood everywhere. You'll just piss everyone off. Right. Because you're too much of a loser to do it right. However, though, if somebody does try to commit suicide around you and they fail, help them out. Right. Yeah. You want to step on their neck or make them eat a curb. You just want to you want to finish go. the job. Right. And get a little bit of therapy for yourself in the it's, trade. It, it's what they would want, I think. <laughs> right. 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 Okay. Next question. TFMDDJ, what's your opinion on the way porn is being demonized and compared to crack? Well, you know, yeah. Now, I'm. You. what's weird is I used to, like, I, I was big into porn, but now that I have Celestine, I don't really want, need porn anymore. So I don't really care, personally. But as a matter of principle, obviously porn shouldn't be demonized. It, it actually, again, just like violent video games, just like sex dolls and robots, it decreases crime. When men have a way to get out whatever aggression or whatever stuff they have, even if they have really sick, depraved tastes, you know, they want to watch torture porn or something like that, or they want to see women getting the shit beaten out of them while they're chained up to a bed, whatever. They're not doing it to real people. They're just watching it done. If they can get their, if they can get those feelings out in an ethical, victimless way, that's a good thing. And what these trad cons are going to do is they're trying to take that away from men so that they have no way to to get these you know urges out other than to act on them in the real world and create real victims so it's, it's another case it's just like violent video games all these fucking retards who don't play video games think that oh violent video games cause crime they lower crime they increase aggression but they lower crime aggression nobody got hurt because oh there's aggression no one gives a fuck it lowers crime that's all that should matter so these idiots they what thing is is they don't like porn Usually, usually because they're religious, and they, you know Jesus said you shouldn't touch yourself, and that, that's all it's based on. And they're trying to come up with some bullshit rationale to demonize it and ban it, but really it's just because they don't like it. The same reason why they want to like, you know, they don't want gays to have rights and they, you know stuff like that. It's because they think it's icky. Well, if you think something is gross, I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to see two dudes butt fucking. I'm not into gay porn, but I'm not going to tell someone, I'm not going to take someone's right to do whatever the fuck they want away because I personally don't like it. So just because you don't like it doesn't give you the right to take it away from other people. All right. Here's the next question. How to deal with a breakup after giving everything to her for over the last two years? I have been thinking about revenge and suicide, revenge by sharing some explicit material about her, but that's not me and suicide because I feel like I've lost everything within a few days. Okay, man. Okay, so um, I was with Orange Boy, we talked to him a while back. Uh, so basically... If you were dating her for a significant amount of time, you know, years, you know, obviously the change is going to be pretty drastic. You're, you're going to feel it every day. But you just, you, you really just have to give it time. It takes about 90 days, at least 90 days to form new habits and break old habits. So your, your brain and your body just need to get used to her not being around. And you're going to feel better in a few months. You just have to get used to not being with her. And, you know, when we talked to Orange Boy, he was in an abusive relationship. His his girlfriend was abusive to him. And even after the breakup, he, he left her. He still felt like, you know, he still felt that pain of not being with her after leaving an abusive relationship. 
So what you're feeling is absolutely normal. You just need to give it time. Don't do anything drastic. Certainly don't do anything illegal, like, you know, revenge porn or killing yourself. That's not going to that's not going to solve the problem. It's just going to create more problems. You know, she's gone. You just have you, you just have to give it time and you'll feel better in a few months. And I don't know what else to tell you other than what you're going through is normal and to just give it time. Time heals all wounds. Well, and also if you don't have any kind of hobbies, get some go to the gym um you know start start working out if you're not work out more if you are and definitely you know take up some new interests and you know start start rebuilding your life because the point you want to remember is is that you know she didn't leave you because it, because of anything you did she left you because of hypergamy so it is what it is and you know you're it's gonna hurt and you need to give yourself time to grieve yeah and i've been cheated on plenty of times and every time it happened it hurt really bad um, but you know, it happens so much that I just, I kind of recognize the signs and you just have to understand that this may have been the first girl you ever loved. So you just don't know, but this too will pass. There's, yeah, it, you'll, you'll feel fine. Just don't do anything drastic. And in a couple months, you'll feel fine. You'll, you know, call me or, or write me back in a couple months and you'll be like, TFM, you were right. It's been about three months and, you know, it just doesn't hurt anymore. Just your, your, your mind just needs to get used to being single. Right. So you just, it's like, it's like breaking a habit and forming a new one is all. All right. Next question. Uh, what do you think about the no fat trend going on videos and stuff about it? You know, I tried NoFap back in the day. I got tired of coming on myself in the middle of the night. So um, that was the end of NoFap. Because if you don't know, there's a thing called a wet dream. Where yep. if, you don't, if you don't jerk off, you'll just like in the middle of the night, you'll have like a strange sex dream and you'll come all over yourself. So in the fuck, like two in the morning, you'll just fucking jizz all over your pants. You'll have to wake up. You, you have to sleep in your own cum stain or wake up clean yourself off, change your underpants, and go back to bed. And then, like, if you're kind of, if you're the type of sleeper like me, you basically have trouble falling asleep after that. So, I just got tired of being, like, sleepy from fucking waking up at 2 a.m. after coming on myself and smelling like bleach. So, I'm like, dude, fuck this no-fap shit. And it really, it made no difference. I wasn't like, some people were like, oh, man, if you don't fap, you're gonna feel like fucking Superman and, oh, it's gonna feel amazing. No. I, I don't, I didn't feel any better than um, I mean, I fuck Celestina on the daily. I'm not like, oh, God, I'm so tired. Oh, my fucking dopamine. Sp I don't fuck that shit. Get a sex doll. It's fucking awesome. Don't let, don't jizz on your, don't jizz all over yourself. That's, don't. That's, that, those are my thoughts on no fat. All right. unless, you, unless you really like um, the smell of bleach. Or cum. Yeah. All right. Uh, for TFM, do you know the Total War Battle computer uh, simulator series if so what should i do if i want to make something on par with total war if not better and i want to make it as bloody hold on and rated r as possible and extremely historically accurate uh should the team making the game with me be migtow um how would i do that thanks i mean honestly i would just look for guys mm -hmm. who um are good at their job and who aren't sjw's and I, I wouldn't worry about, like, hiring MGTOW. I mean, being MGTOW is, you know, it's such a broad tent because different, there's different kinds of MGTOWs. Just because someone's, like, anti-marriage or whatever doesn't mean they're good at their job. So, you know, you don't want to, you know, like, SJW Marvel, 
where all these retards at SJW Marvel only hire SJWs and they all circle jerk each other. You don't make MGTOW like that. Hire people based on merit, not because they, they agree with you ideologically. As long as, as long as your ideologies aren't going to be come into conflict where you can't work together, there's no reason to only hire a MGTOW. Okay, next question for DDJ. If I want to get started in law, how do you think I should go about it? I'm already planning to apply for law school, but I'm thinking about an in of internship. Um, so here's my opinion. I think that, and this, this may sound counterintuitive, if you're already thinking about going to law school, here's my suggestion. Go to law school, get your law degree. Once you get your law degree, um, your criminal law degree, then what I would do is I would enroll in the Navy and I would be a JAG attorney. And the reason that I would do that is because you're going to get the level of litigation experience that most attorneys won't get. And attorneys who have litigation experience are in demand. I mean, unless you're going into like tax law or business law, um, and I'm not talking about real estate law, but I'm talking specifically tax law or business law, you're not going to make the same kind of money as you would if you are a military trained litigator. Now, in the military, if you go in as an officer, you end up getting what's called pro-pay. And what that is is that you get your military officer pay, plus you get your time in the military. Then in addition to that, um, you get like an offset. It's like an equitable offset based on what you would have made in civilian life in an effort that's basically like a retention uh, wage so that they can compare with what the civilian um, wage is. But the thing about it is if you if you want to become an attorney and you want to be a litigator, becoming a JAG attorney is the best way to do it because you'll get more trial experience and you'll try harder cases than you would in civilian life. Then when you leave the military and you start practicing law in civilian life, not only will you command a better wage, but in addition to that, the military will probably help you pay off your student loans um, and, any, and any bills you have from college. And you'll be able to um, basically be a partner more easily in a law firm when you get out. So that's that's my opinion. All right, next question. Uh, TFM, DJ, uh, when did you guys notice your sex drive going down? I'm 19, my libido as well. I'm sure you guys remember those days, those good feelings uh, of, quote, love are very persuasive. Uh, wondering if it goes away in your 30s. Yeah, it does. I mean, it doesn't go away. I mean, um, you get used to it. You, yeah, it, it does level off. Like I remember in my twenties, I jerked off like somebody bet me that I couldn't. You know, it's just like if I wasn't getting fucked or I wasn't jerking off like all the time, it was all I could think about. So once you get in your thirties, it becomes more of a. You only need it like once a day. You don't need it four times a day. Or if you know, four times a day is nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Right, but I'm just saying, you, you know, you're not like a slave to your dick anymore. Right. You, you, you now have the power to say no. Okay. Um, DDJ, what's your favorite martial art to practice, and what is the best way to stay in shape? Um, I personally believe, and I, I, I only know two martial arts. I know Ishinru, which is a, an Okinawan form of karate, and I know Taekwondo. Um I actually enjoy practicing Taekwondo because it's easy. And if you have the flexibility and you have the ability to, um, you know, do the kicking techniques, then it's it's actually a really great way of, of staying in shape. But honestly, as far as fitness is concerned, um, I strongly encourage anyone to do a combination of yoga and um, body weight 
uh, weight training exercises. So basically using body weight for lifting um, because it lowers the ability or it lowers the, the chance that you're going to get arthritis because there's a lot of guys out there that lift heavy weights and you see these guys are built and they're sculpted, but they end up getting arthritis or they end up losing loss. You know, they have loss of range of motion. So I look at body weight, um, do some kind of yoga or stretching because stretching is important, especially as you get older. Um, and, you know, being strong for your body weight and being a natural body weight rather than being artificially large. Because what ends up happening with a lot of guys, too, is that as they get older and their metabolism starts to go down, all that muscle that they had for body weight ends up turning into fat. And that creates all kinds of uh, potential health problems. So there you go. There you go. Uh, question. Um, I'm a major in corporate business and I'm starting to rethink it due to the growing feminist problem. I want a degree, I want the degree and then get a certificate into welding uh, to have a skill to fall back on. Thoughts, any better approach? You know, yeah. Um, you know, business is important. Even if you don't use it for your main job, having that business background is going to make it easier for you to actually run a business. So I wouldn't just abandon it outright, but yeah, it is. There's a lot of women in business because, you know, they're, they're not stupid. They're looking for their Christian gray. So they're going to major in business to try to hook up with, a, you know, the hard-charging company man at the office. So, yeah, you got to be careful about that. All right. TFM, I have a four-year degree, not SJW toilet paper, a state insurance license, and computer skills. No coding, though. But where I live sucks and I have no money to move. Would you advise the military? It's an yeah no it's an option um, now the 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 military has gotten pretty gynocentric. Um, I I did eight years from two thousand one to two thousand nine, and then I got out. Uh, it's 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 gotten bad now and also we're at peacetime, so it's a little bit like during peacetime the you know the left likes to use the military it's like a little petri dish for the little social experiments, so you got to be aware of that. It I don't know like go ahead and try. You know, it's it's fine. It, it'll it will get you out of your area. At the very least, you can just do four years, and then you can get out wh wherever they send you. You know, like if if you, if you join a certain service, they move you to the other side of the country. You can start laying down roots there, and then you're at least somewhere. You're not stuck where you are. Okay. Uh, last question. I think we probably should consider closing the stream. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, what game is that? This game. Yeah, that's what the question was. Oh, it's Fortnite. I know. I know. Yeah, Fortnite's good shit. It's great shit, yeah. Fortnite's the fun. The multiplayer is free-to-play, and it's actually basically a rip-off of PUBG, or Player Unknown's Battleground, which costs money. So if you've ever wanted to play Player Unknown's Battleground, but like didn't want to pay the money for it, you could download Fortnite and get the multiplayer for free, which is basically the same game with a slightly different art style. And then you can pay for the single-player game, which is what I'm playing. And what's really cool, right. just, um, let me leave the mission up. Oh, well, I guess I want to show you one thing that's cool. I, I already brought this out in another uh, stream, but I just want to make this, uh, for those of you who haven't heard of Fortnite before, check this out. So I'm going to go to my heroes. Check out Kyle. He's got the MGTOW symbol on his arm. So he's like a legit MGTOW character in a video game. So that's pretty cool little fun easter egg nice all right all right so uh, there we go i'll probably edit out this tommy sotomayor part because that's probably what people want to watch they don't want to watch this like 
hour sandwich between the Tommy Sotomayor part. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate the hang- you guys hanging out with us. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening or whatever time it is over there. And we'll see you next time.